All right. Welcome, everybody, to an all-new episode of Figure It Out, the show where we bring figures to the world of movies, TV, whatever else we want to discuss. This one will be a hot one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know people were waiting. Uh, they know we started this show talking about Snake Eyes, and we've now come to the moment we've been waiting for since our episode in February. We've been doing this since February. Um, we finally got the trailer. I don't call it a trailer. We got a snippet. Um, <laughs> anything that's less than a minute is 100% a snippet. But we got our first look at Snake Eyes, the trailer. But before we get into that very fun conversation, <laughs> let me introduce my panel. Uh, starting off with the future award-winning author, JD. What's going on, JD? <laughs> what? <laughs> what's up, everybody? How are we doing out there in streamland today? I, I'm talking it into existence, JD. I am. I am. Even though we've hey. made it clear these last few weeks, you will you will gladly forget who all of us are. <laughs> <laughs> and I, <laughs> I want it on record that I spoke it into existence. Um, <laughs> next up, Joel. What's going on, Joel? What's good, guys? As you can see, I'm in um, a more classic view. Figuring it out, guys. <laughs> Everyone can finally now, Joel, see your sword that I always reference, oh. but like it's yeah. never in the frame. It's a nice uh, blade. Uh, uh, that was my uh, best. That was my best man gift. That's cool. Very nice. What yeah. is that? It's a, it's a katana, but I, I got it as when I was the best man. Okay, but it's not from like a movie. It's not a record. No, it's just a like, okay. katana that has like my name and stuff. It's it's cool. Oh, nice. Okay, personalized. Awesome. Yeah, personalized. I got a lousy watch, man. That sucks. That's hard. <laughs> He's like, I can't kill people with a watch. Seriously. <laughs> what do I, James Bond? Where's the weapon? Yeah, where's the weapon? Uh, I'm just picturing Pete look over at like a whole nother reception that they're getting weapons and he just looks at his watch like. He said the bar. Now I have like I feel bad if I get him something like lesser. Then I'm like, fuck, I gotta buy him a gun or something. Yeah, like in his in his mind, it's like I got you a sword. Yeah, you got get get him a mace. Get him the mace. The mace. A mace. Oh, like like actual mace. I would vote a spear, but yeah, mace is good too. I I like what I like what you guys' heads were. I was thinking like a nuclear weapon <laughs> like, it's a little hard to come by man a mace is a lot cheaper than a gun you know what yeah. i mean it I looks nice you're preparing your zombie uh defense system he's into coming. that shit yeah by go. the way i do have to say when i said that joel i pictured in my head don't be a menace uh, when he pulls up in that huge ass truck with the with the missile in the back, <laughs> well, packing the truck up, like, all right, here's your gift. You got me a missile? I'm like, yeah, man. at the top of the sword. Um, and last but definitely not least, loving the shirt, Pete. What's going on, Pete? What's that. up, everybody? I'm here. I got my whiskey in a mason jar, and I broke out. The 18 year Glenn Livid for this. So hopefully it keeps me a little calm because I have a feeling I'm going to have a few rants today. So I like it. I like it. Now that, um, and huge shout out to uh, Shekinah, who does a GVN talk with us. She joined our marketing team. So she's been getting us into putting out clips of our episodes. Oh, that's cool. Um, so the angrier we get, the better the clips are. 
Oh, that's all you got to say to me. We're good. Your clip was your clip and then Shekinah's clip of saying it's different like 500 times, but your clip of what the fuck is wrong with you guys? I don't like any of them. <laughs> that clip was gold. It was, Once I came across that clip when I was editing, I was just like, that's the clip for the week. That there. <laughs> um, but, all right. So like I said, we're going to jump into Snake Eyes. And what I want to do, to be fair, I want to go to Joelle first and start with all the love in the world because Joelle's coming from a positive standpoint before we all, before the three of us pull pants down and just completely <laughs> shit all over. <laughs> I want Joelle to start with peace. Uh, but Joelle, your thoughts on the little snippet thing, whatever that was that we got. Well, from the to, be, to, to be fair, I promised I would shit on this movie as well. Um, <laughs> I, I told you I'd sell you the biggest fake rage ever possible for this uh, this movie that doesn't deserve to be raged that because we barely see a damn thing about it but because you want me to be the opposite of everyone here I'll do you the favor and I'll talk some nice stuff but I'm joining in right afterwards all right um snake eyes it happened we saw the the, the video uh, and look, as a person, look, I le I care the least about GI Joe on this panel, right? Yeah. So I'm, I'm coming from a place where I don't, I don't, I don't, I didn't grow up liking GI Joe. Only person I grew up liking was Snake Eyes, because I like the way it looked. It's all cosmetic for me. I like ninjas. Snake Eyes look cool. This movie seems like it will handle that eventually. So for me, it's not disappointing to me. I don't know the backstory. You know, I don't know anything about it. I just know him. And I know that he's eventually going to get fucked up and lose his voice and whatever. That's how I, I, I mean. So as long as that happens eventually, I'm cool with it. And I saw the mask. The mask looks cool. The fighting looks cool. The actors, I like the actors involved. So not really sure what's to get mad about. But that's because I only know so much. Right. So I'm ready to rage, bitch. Let's go. <laughs> and that's why I said, and that's why I said, I understood where you were coming from. Because you're, you're ultimately saying, the same thing we went through, Pete, when we did MCR, and no one knew who the fuck Mephisto was, mm -hmm. why I was obsessing over him. And it's like, I got to remember, they just, they don't know, so they don't understand why it's so important to me. So I can't get but so angry because they're telling me they don't know. So it's like, okay, that's why you keep yeah. saying you don't yeah. care about I'm these like insulted, but I'm like, I don't know why they're so angry. I don't get well, it. Well, it I'll, looks like snake guys. <laughs> I'll say this because it got, I was tagged a million times. Everyone thought my issue was we didn't see him in the suit. That was not my issue. That's never been my issue. Good. Even though your promotional poster of him holding the mask is disrespectful. But my issue with this trailer is only one thing. And it's the story of Snake Eyes. The fact I that, so far. and again, I am only speaking off of what I've seen. I'm not saying it as if, as if I know anything more than what everyone else saw. In this trailer, it makes it seem, I'll say that, it makes it seem like Storm Shadow, as a grown man, is recruiting Snake Eyes as another grown man, rather than Snake Eyes growing up with Storm Shadow them being at odds in the rift being snake eyes being coveted more as the uh as the next guy up rather than storm shadow who believed that was his that was his blood that was his uh you know he was next in line so to me it's the idea of snake eyes seems like this world-class assassin or whatever 
in, in Storm Shadow is recruiting his help. It also looks like Storm Shadow is the head of the Arashikage. I don't like that either. I don't like that either. So again, to me, it kind of just seems like they're moving past everything. And it's just like, we're not having them as childhood friends. We're not having them as growing up together. The uh, It looks like we only saw the hard master, right? Pete and JD, that was the hard master. We saw the blind master. The blind, I thought the blind master, the blind master. So we know the hard master's in it. So maybe we get flashbacks or, or, or whatever. Peter Mensa, is that his name? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The guy so I, I only know as uh, from Spartacus. Yeah. Animaeus. Yeah, that, that's him. Yeah. Well, I did not him. know who was in the movie. And if I have one positive of this whole ordeal, <laughs> it's definitely him. Right. I like that dude a lot. Love him. Um, so, my issue again, the, the mask, okay, looks cool. Um, I told you, well, what he, what he looks like he's wearing in the car when he's shooting and fighting on top of the cars looks like probably what the final suit will look like. Because when you see the toy, it doesn't look that much different. So, okay, whatever, fine. I mean, it, I can't yell at that and then accept how uh, Pattinson's Batman's costume looks because we know it's, it's the first one, right? So it could look different down the line. Again, issue, toys, <laughs> issue is not the look of Snake Eyes because we didn't see him in the suit or the helmet. My issue is only it looks like they've changed the story and I don't get why. So that's where I'm coming from. That's that's where my anger stemmed from. Um, I also don't understand how Matt Reeves filmed Batman for two weeks and gave us a two-minute trailer. And this is completely done filming, and we got 59 seconds, and it comes out in two months. Cut. I don't really get that either. Because um, that 59 second teaser could have came out four months ago, three months ago, two months ago. Um, and then you gave us a full-length trailer. Like, I thought... They were going to do a snippet for the award show and then release the full trailer. And then when they were like, no, that was a full thing. It was just like, what? <laughs> like, I don't get that, but okay. Um, so JD or Pete, whichever one of you guys wants to go next. That was my only issue. You guys can jump off of that. Which which one of you guys wants to go next? Choose your uh, <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Yeah, brother. Know, um, I, Pete, let me go because I got a little... I got a little positive um, uh, on this, right? All right. G.I. Joe is an evergreen brand. Those of you who don't know what an evergreen brand is, that every five to 10 years, it gets refreshed and it's going to sell based on the work it has done previously, right? So G.I. Joe, Barbie, Transformers, He-Man has not proven to be an evergreen brand because he, he failed a few times. Mm -hmm. Um Power Rangers, that's an evergreen brand. Ninja Turtles, that mm -hmm. gets refreshed every five years, like clockwork, and mm -hmm. will sell. You can, you can, you know, easily hit projections uh, on uh, on Ninja Turtles. So GI Joe is along that same line, right? Um, say we want the last two movies, they did make money, right? They weren't a critical success, but they made money based on the stuff that happened around. Uh, the problems for me is that Snake Eyes was always pitched as the commando for me first. Before we got into the whole ninja backstory stuff, he was the commando. He was the black ops guy. I hope they touch into that. I know they can't touch into the Vietnam stuff that was built up. No problem. All right. Uh, I don't know what wars we had recently that I Afghanistan works. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. 
the connection on there. But if you if you hit one of those elements that he came from the military commando, all right, because that was his name first. It was commando, code name Snake Eyes, right? Oh. Um, that's one. Two. I do get nervous when what I feel is they give us, you know, all the action scenes. If these are just going to be the only action scenes oh, in the whole movie, right? I'm, I'm upset. I hope there's more to it than that. Um, I hope they don't go into the whole uh, um, chosen one aspect or that he was a descendant from somebody else in the Arashikage. That's why he gets called into this. You know, try try to do something better. Uh, you know, Larry Hama was brought in. They show him the nice suit. You know, looking looking over footage. But could that be just you know uh, a swerve to appease us more than him really being happy on the product? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm not. I'm getting paid. You mm -hmm. know, um, Larry Hama's a producer. Like Stan Lee was a fucking producer in the yeah, MCU. I yeah. mean, really. He's yeah. a name to put on the property, and that's that, it. Like a seal of approval, just stamp the shit, give him his paycheck, and that's done. I mean, Pete made a good point. I mean, and, and again, we have to. We don't know Larry, so we have to take him at his word, right? Because we don't know him, and we also don't know him to be a liar. But Larry's usually Larry is usually pretty truthful and blunt about things, right? But but he's very very. To be fair, I doubt he would have, even if he didn't like something. I doubt he would have come out in that. And be like, no, nah, this that's is the thing. This is that's the thing. Right. So, I don't mind. I don't mind that dry eye is playing uh, uh, Snake Eyes. Um, <laughs> I liked. I liked the movie. You never saw the gentleman. Of you course, I did. I knew exactly who you were talking about. <laughs> see the gentleman. I never saw it. I was like, I'm oh trying to figure out what God. the tournament. That is like, such a good. You got to see that. It's such a good movie. Yeah, I mean, it's a nice evolution from dry eye to Snake Eyes. Very, very <laughs> right. nice play. Um, guy in the family for sure <laughs> old man joke dad joke i don't know maybe uh, <laughs> um, uh i i <laughs> i like some of the action sequences that we saw you know the the the, the woman i don't know is she jinx is she something yeah. else no no no, she, no 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 it's um they said the name for the toy i, I, really? I gotta look okay. it up I'm and it's up. completely irrelevant i'm sorry yeah <laughs> no no it is it is you're right you're right it's like it's Lewis Tan's Cold Young in, in, in Mortal Kombat, right? So yeah. am, am I am I taking the position that the Mortal Kombat faithful did defending the Mortal Kombat flick? You know, mm -hmm. am I already going into it, defending it? Like, okay, I'm coming in with no expectations. It's going to be reset. You know, uh, hopefully we get something good. You know, sure. I, I just hope, you know... You, he was a commando. Tie in the military aspect. All right, no problem. You're right yeah. because right with with Mortal Kombat, we said like, oh, this sets up the tournament. All right, so this sets up. He's gonna get all jacked up. He's gonna lose his voice. Don't tease it to me like you did with Sam Jackson in in, in Captain Marvel. Was he gonna lose his eye now? Oh, is he gonna lose his eye now? You know, just be definitive about it. This is how it happens. Well, in the clip that I sent you, JD. They said it more than once that this is the story before he loses his. And I'm okay with that. They kept saying it, and to me, I'm like, okay, as long as you guys understand, at no point after this movie ends do I ever want to hear him talk again. No, I am okay with that. I'm right. okay with that. 
Right. But if this movie right. ends and you don't have that in that, everything right. else washes away at that point. Everything else washes away. And, and the other thing I want is, I'm hoping, you pepper in some of the other elements of G.I. Joe. You don't have to tell me Zartan. You know what I mean? But if you show me the, the student who was doing everything he could to get into the Urushikage, right? That maybe you think is a little bit sinister. Okay, I'm feeling that. Or you show me somebody else that has chameleon properties. Uh, I, I'm all right with that. Show me maybe the, the kinship, not just with Scarlet that we saw, but he was really good friends with Stalker. You know, yes. show somebody that could have been Stalker in the books. Um, if you have flashbacks to him being a commando, I'm okay with that. Uh, but I, I'm I'm already prepared for the reset. I'm already prepared for the negativity. I just hope it's strong enough to, to, pass. Uh, to go past that. Yeah. Well, I, I'll say this, JD, where I think this movie comes in at an advantage that Mortal Kombat doesn't have is people, when you say the word G.I. Joe, they think collective. They think ensemble. They think full team. Right. So that's why, that's why I said, it, it, yes, Joel. Mm -hmm. Right. That's why I said what bothers me um, is I feel like this is conforming to the idea that they they realize majority of their audience has no fucking idea who Snake Eyes is. Right. And so that's why I'm like, you're, you're, you're kind of like, it's like a F you to us who are only seeing it because we know exactly who Snake Eyes is. And I always say, don't conform to the people who don't know. And the reason why you don't conform to them is if you conform to the people who do know, we will tell them to go see it because we enjoy it. It's the same thing that WandaVision did. That was the, WandaVision was a perfect example of why you don't conform to people who don't know. There were so many people who had no idea what they were watching that were depending on us to tell them what they were watching, but they just wanted to be a part of it. So all you need to do is cater to the people who actually did it. And then we will gladly spread it all over social media. Well, I don't think I, I don't think you need to cater, but if you pepper, like I said, right, stalker, you know, you don't you don't gotta call him stalker. You show me what stalker's real name was, right? Oh, we'll get that. Maybe you know, uh, uh, he saves some kid uh, or pushes some kid out of the uh, the way of something, and the kid's name is Billy. Uh, oh, people mm -hmm. people will you know spooch on the fucking screen. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Oh, but that's all you got to do. That's <laughs> <the> <laughs> you, gotta, um, you know, but you, you don't have to go deep into it. You don't need to explain, you know, the 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 twelve faces of the clock. To have that in there. You just have to a quick nod, a quick, quick Easter eggs. That's, that's it. That's it. Easter eggs are my favorite. That's yeah, it. Well, that's I don't know any of them. That's what I told you. That's what Venom did. That was able to ca capture me. The right. fact that Jameson's son was the the pilot, okay, uh, like stuff okay. like that was just like okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, I, I want to welcome in before we go any further. I want to welcome in Tia. What's going on, Tia? Hey, Tia. Okay. Hey, everyone. Yeah. What's up, gents? We're shitting yeah. on Snake Eyes. We just made it. <laughs> yes. We're <laughs> finishing up Snake Eyes. You're just here in time to find the full wrath of the rent. Yes, exactly, exactly. You know what the thing is. I was like, I was walking my dog and everything. And I was like, oh, they'll they'll start with uh, figures and everything. I had nothing really to contribute to that. So I was like, all right, I'll come in afterwards. But 
missing the snake eyes. My bad. <laughs> yeah, bro, uh, no, no, you're good because Pete hasn't gone yet. So you, you're, you're, you're it's only just ding, begun. Ding, ding. <laughs> it's only just begun. Um, but Pete, I want to pass it to you. Um, I think the thing that catches me off guard the most was you kind of can see how close Snake and Storm Shadow are in this trailer, right? Storm Shadow needing Snake. My question is, what could possibly go wrong that spins them into bitter rivals? Like, again, I think people forget in the books, it was the idea of jealousy. It was the idea of Snake was, was kind of getting the respect and the admiration of the hard master that Storm Shadow wanted. So it was the idea of, well, I want you out of the way so I can be the shining student. So if you're now like best of friends and you're both adults, it's like, where do you, where do you work that in? But I'm sorry, go ahead, Pete, your, your thoughts on the trailer. You, my whole fucking Wi-Fi just totally spazzed out. So I did not hear a single thing you just said. <laughs> oh my I swear God. to God. Okay. I'm like, saying. yo, this shit is like, it, I swear to God, the, the, the God, this, my CIA agent Johnson is definitely watching this and he's preventing me from saying shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Johnson from Die Hard? No, I just, call, I just call him Johnson because whatever, like every now and then I say some dumb shit, my fucking phone screen flashes, whatever. That's why I don't have my Alexa hooked up because I don't need more than one device listening to me at one point. That is true. That is I would be impressed if somebody's listening to me. I'd be like, um, yeah. I talk about killing people way too much to have things listening to me. <laughs> I, unfortunately, the rest of the world is like JD when it comes to me. No one's interested in my theory. <laughs> Five minutes into it, they're just like, all right, well, we're done with him. Who's the next person? We can listen to? <laughs> um, no, but just really quickly, Pete, just uh, long story, less long. I was just saying it seems like Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow are very close in this. Mm -hmm. um, so I have no idea where you bring in the idea of them being bitter rivals by the end of this movie, because in the books, we know they were rivals from childhood based off. Of well, not not in the books. In the original movies, they were rivals since childhood. In the comics, they were army buddies. First and foremost, they came up in the ranks was uh, Tommy, Storm Shadow, Snake Eyes, whose name was never given, and Stalker, uh, Alonzo something. Can't think of his last name. And the way Snake Eyes got hurt was he saved Storm Shadow from a helicopter crash, and the fuselage exploded in his face, and it damaged his vocal cords, messed up his face, and to heal, Tommy brought him to his family dojo or whatever up in the mountains of Japan. And that's when they took Snake Eyes in, even though he was a gaijin and he was not welcome. And they took him in as one of their own. And the rivalry started in much the same way as was seen in the movie, where uh, the Storm Shadow supposedly killed the Hard Master because he was jealous of Snake Eyes's uh ranks and like the, the hard master favored him which he did not actually he was showing him he was showing the two of them two very different techniques and storm shadow was jealous of that because he thought he favored him and what happened was it was in storm shadow that killed him it was actually zartan right. but snake eyes didn't know that all he saw which was very accurate in the original gi joe movie was storm shadow fleeing the arashikage compound and he thought, oh, shit, it was him, which was actually something I really liked in the second Joe flick when Storm Shadow tells like, you never even asked me. You just assumed. 
And, you know, there was that whole vow of silence thing, which is horse shit. I didn't like that in the first movie anyway. Without going Pete, crazy. Sorry. Like, yeah. Can I, can I ask you a question? Uh, since you just spoke uh, on that, did Zartan intentionally kill the hard no. mask? No, he, he was, was after Snake to... Eyes. Right, because of a heartbeat, right? Uh, no, so the, if I'm going to get real geeky yeah. for a second, Storm Shadow and Snake Eyes were two opposite sides of a coin. They both had... Uh, a specialty in two very different ninja techniques. Storm Shadow possessed the ear that sees, which is why he was so good with a bow and arrow. And he could like just close his eyes and hit a target from, you know, however far away. And that's why Storm Snake Eyes thought it was Storm Shadow because the arrow pierced through like so many obstacles and killed the hard master. Hmm. And he thought it was Storm Shadow because only he could do that. But it was Zartan. The hard master was imitating snake eyes using the cloak of the chameleon which was a technique that he was showing him to basically become like invisible and disguise his heartbeat slow it down to the point of death and that's a technique that snake eyes has used a few times in the comics before mm -hmm. and you know you learn that he was for what i don't remember why zartan was trying to kill him i think it was like a, a, a gi joe cobra thing and they knew they were going to recruit them or something but either way without going too crazy on this movie i want to give it a chance i do i don't know if i'm going to pay money for it i'm probably going to see it through other various unscrupulous means but uh i don't like the fact that he spoke obviously i wanted him to be silent i wanted his face to be fucked up i hope that i get that now at the end of the movie juan i completely agree with you that if this is going to be snake eyes's new origin and I, i'm not you know, written in stone and it had to be uh, get him getting hurt in the war and then, you know, whatever. I'm okay with them being old army buddies and Storm Shadow calls Snake in to, hey, you know, we need you for this, whatever it is, and, you know, come help us out. Fine, whatever. Larry Hammer has gone on the record many times saying, I literally made shit up as I went along, page yeah. by page sometimes. Right. So, like, okay, I get it. The, only, the amount of times he was, like, dead set on a story were very few and far between. One of them being the Snake Eyes trilogy in the in the '90s issues, but I need something at the end of this movie that and I like the idea, uh, Jay, of him saving Billy. That's a cool Easter egg. But I'd really like the rivalry to conclude with him saving Storm Shadow, like oh, maybe from a helicopter crash That'd or something. Great. I don't know, whatever. That would see that's uh, as you were bringing it up. That would be a nice nod. Yeah, you know. And like let it let that be how he gets messed up. Like Storm Shadow hates him. Snake Eyes doesn't. Snake Eyes doesn't want the fight, but Storm Shadow does. And him saving him kind of says like, "Yo, brother, I we should squash this bullshit at some point." But then he has to escape because I don't, you know, all of Cobra shows up. Scarlet saves him. Got to get out of here. And Storm Shadow has no clue he saved him or anything like that. And now he can't even tell him because his voice is all messed up. Right. Wow. Right, I'll yeah, take yeah. that. I like that. I'm with I'm, that. They should hire me as a writer, for fuck's sake. They but should. <laughs> um, I don't. Okay, the, the high flying, high wire acts, I never get into. These two are some of the best martial artists in Hollywood. Just let them fight. Like, like fucking Ken Watanabe and Godzilla. Let them fight. Let them fight. I don't yep. need them flying around all over the place. Let them fight, for God's sake. What's Storm Shadow's name? Tommy Arashikage. No, no, I'm oh. the. Oh, I have no idea. Andrew, Andrew Koji. Andrew Koji. Andrew Koji. Koji, okay. Warrior. Okay. Yes, fucking love me some Andrew. Watch Warrior. <laughs> um, yeah. 
God, every time I see Andrew Kush, I'm like, ah, oh, Shang-Chi. Anyway. Okay. Um, I'm going to go. That's, that's why it freaked me out. Yes. You yes. That little, uh, and and the part he did with like his hair, it was just like, for a second, I was just like, oh, that is Andrew Koji. Yeah. Um, but Tia, before I pass it over to you, um, I do want to say, uh, what's his name? Um, that's playing uh, Snake Eyes. Uh, Henry Golding said that this movie is going to be like anything we've ever seen from obviously the other two G.I. Joe movies. But what I want to clarify when you have he three, you have three, three movies. The cartoon was a movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. The G.I. Joe, okay. the movie. Oh, okay. Oh, Wait, you know what? Well, I could do without Cobra Law. Everybody, you remind me of everybody when I always go, um, you know, however many Batman movies. Oh, Mask of the Phantasm. All right, I guess it counts, but no, not really. I mean, live action. What do you mean it doesn't count? count? It's not live action. Well, I mean, if we're well, counting that, then we got to count, we got to count G.I. Joe Resolute as well. Yeah, that was a movie. Oh, and I would argue that was probably dope. the best. Oh, that was, that <laughs> was really I didn't see the best. I didn't see the movie. You got oh, it. You, you should. I I got the blue the DVD if you want to borrow it. It's really yeah, good. Is that the one where where Baroness has like some gray Nazi outfit? I think so. Yes. No. I don't, okay. I don't, I don't think so. I don't know. Like, no. <laughs> but I will say I will say that fight between Snake and Storm Shadow is a one. So good. Very, I mean, it didn't. Very good. They never even explored the idea that Storm Shadow was not the bad guy in that. It was just a fight, and yeah, it, was, it was still dope. That was it. Um, but what I was saying was, um, he's saying this is bet you know the best thing we've seen out of these GI Joe movies. I just want to remind him, the only good things to come out of the two GI Joe movies were Storm Shadow and Snake Eyes. So true. That. Wait now, wait now. Uh, oh God, I can't think of it. Ray Stevens, I think Ray Stevenson as Firefly. You like Firefly, you do oh, love Firefly. Uh, I do. That dude was awesome. Uh, I really liked Arnold Vosloo as Zartan. I thought that was a great casting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, the, the fact that he was in disguise as the old yeah. guy most of the time was kind of shitty. But, and I did like uh, uh, Rizza as the blind master. That was dope. Yep. That was different. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, Pete, because you always give my boys straight bullets, I'm going to give your boys straight bullet for I pass it to Tia. <laughs> I did like in the first G.I. Joe movie, we barely saw uh, Hawk. <laughs> I like Dennis Quaid, man. I, I, I did. I, did. I thought I that was good like, casting. As soon as he got stabbed, I was just like, yeah, put Duke where he belongs. Get Hawk out of here. <laughs> I remember. Did I tell you? Sorry, Joel. What? No, I didn't do, do, uh, do Duke any justice either. Hell I remembered why I hate Duke. Did I tell you this? Or G.I. Joe issue 109, when the Saw Viper came out and literally massacred oh, oh yeah. like 30 Joes. This was the first time we ever saw like real straight up just death, death, death all over the place. This dude was like just <laughs> an insane psychopath with a gigantic uh, like M50 machine gun or whatever. And he just mows down Battle Force 2000. He just blasts Doc like square in the grill, like looking up from the trench. He's like, oh, boom. Like, we're like, holy I like, shit. I Duke like Battle Force 2000. I like Doc. Kiss on my people, dude. <laughs> quick kick, quick kick was pretty cool. Man never wore shoes. I didn't understand that. You're out in the wild, like put some sneakers on, man. But still, like, and Duke had the chance to kill him and didn't because oh, we sh we shouldn't. He's I, I think he wasn't looking at some point. Like he would have shot him in the back. Like who cares? Who the fuck cares? Shoot nah, his sorry, ass. Man. Nah, sorry, man. Duke is on this Batman wave. We don't just be killing people out here, Pete. I just he got finished telling somebody else. You know, 
Hawk has been there since the beginning. Hawk was in the initial wave. He just wasn't General Hawk. Right. Was, That's huh? true. No, I'm, I'm only poking fun at Hawk because Pete loves him so much. And I, did, I like the second version when he had the, the jet pack and shit, the helmet. Oh, no, that was the third version. That's the third. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I didn't forget I that. you guys because I always forget. Who is Bruce Willis in Retaliation? Joe, Joe. Colton. Joe the original <laughs> Joe. In the 60s, they just called him Joe. It was the, the 12 inch figure. And they retconned him later to be uh, General Joe Colton. Who, like go. retired. I remember. And... I remember that because I remember. <laughs> I remember people in the theater were talking when when he said who he was, and people in the theater were just like, "I always thought GI Joe was Duke," and it was just like, "Ah!" <laughs> it's like Wolverine. Everyone, these, there's a lot of people that call Wolverine X Man. It was so fucking frustrating. I was like, ah, <laughs> that's uh, smack worthy. That's like it, is. Just, it yeah. really is. You, know, the you, you know what's frustrating about? Like, I get it. You don't know, but. Nothing in your brain clicks like, oh, X Men are like a group. Plural. Clearly, not one person. <laughs> like, why? Why? The Wolverine's the X Man. The X Man. <laughs> right. The only guy. X Man. That's him. <laughs> Just him. Um. Anyway, Tia, uh, you saw the Snake Eyes trailer. Uh, how did you enjoy it? I mean, it looked okay. Um, as someone who has really no knowledge about GI Joe, honestly. Everyone was talking, and I'm like, this is all Greek to me. Um, <laughs> but mm-hmm. I, I mostly was watching it thinking about how Juwan was perceiving it. <laughs> like, you know, uh, Kane posted it on Twitter, and as soon as I saw the opening shot of like Henry Golding's face, I was like, oh, Juwan's not going to be happy, is he? <laughs> um, so I think I paid a little bit more attention to how I felt like you were going to perceive it than anything else. Um, I mean, maybe, I think we were talking in a, a message where I said, like, maybe this is just this movie and then moving forward, you won't see his face or anything like that. So, you know, maybe we just have to be patient. But um, I mean, it looked like a solid uh action flick i mean you have uh, henry golding uh andrew koji so you have people who are really good in martial arts so if anything hopefully that uh, henry, henry golding is not a martial artist no he was, he was, he was trained, he was trained for this movie oh okay well i know andrew koji yeah, yeah. can lay down some amazing koji, moves yeah. with no, koji <laughs> yes but henry golding actually um to your point jd um was trained so hard for this movie. He said he called his agent within the third week and asked if there was any way to get him out of it. Um, and when, you know, and obviously, you know, he, he stuck with it, but he said the, the, the training was so grueling. Um, and he was like, he was looking around at everybody else. It was just like, no one so, else is dying here, but me. Okay. So, so wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Can I, I have to interject another point here. That I was not going to. I promised myself I was not going to get on the race card here. But now I have to. I did not know that Henry Golding was not an, an astute martial artist prior to this film. So now what you're telling me is they busted ass to find an Asian dude for this part that I, I got past that. I did. I, I had my rant about that. But now they, they busted their ass to find an Asian guy, which perpetuated another little bit of racism like an anti uh 
inclusionary racism of what only asian people no martial arts and the dude don't even know martial arts like in the first place they couldn't just find like a corn-fed white guy or anybody but an asian guy to be fucking stink eyes i'm done to be fair to be fair pete when they started filming the thing that they kept saying was they wanted a feel of the movie to to be as like it's like what they did with mortal kombat it's why majority of that is casted as as asian but that's that's should happen. Those guys were were Chinese and Japanese. That they was, that did was the point. opposite of Iron Fist, where they got yeah. a lot of shit for casting yeah. a white guy in a white role. <laughs> so um, they did the opposite. They went with oh, well, he's half Asian, half white. Let's go they, with the half Asian. Man. The runner up, the runner up for Iron Fist was Louis Tan. Yeah. And sorry for all you Louis Tan guys. We know he's not a good actor. <laughs> well, neither was to, what's his name. Well, I, I mean, can I tell you, he, he wasn't at all. I remember that whole controversy when I first of all, no, Finn Jones was not good in that at all. Like there's that a reason why like my grandmother. There is a reason why uh, he originally was cast for Prodigal Son, and then as soon as he went for the table read, they were like, Oh no, get this guy the hell out of here. <laughs> um Finn and that's Jones a fact. Was supposed to be Finn, Prodigal Son? Finn Jones was first, and I wrote the article about him getting cast, and then a week later, him oh, getting okay. kicked out and replaced by Tom Payne because his table read was so bad. But I remember when Louis Tan really got so angry that he did not get cast as, you know, uh, Danny Rand. And okay. then I see Iron Fist, and I'm like, you're not really that good. And then I see him in Wu Assassins, and I'm like, you're really not that good. And I see him in Deadpool too, and I'm like, you're really not that good. I'm like, I don't know. This is why I have such a problem with him having such a major role in um, Mortal Kombat because I'm yes. like, he has an he has an overinflated ego and sense of self, and that really is shown through the screen. And I feel that Hollywood doesn't like working with people like that for very long. Well, Anthony Mackie has a job every day, so. Please- <laughs> I, yeah, but they got rid of Catherine Heigl after a while. They got That's rid of true. Catherine Heigl after a while. Right, so fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. <laughs> I have one more point. You got to rub the right genitals to stay in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> one more point on this. Joel said thing. that. I just want that to be clear. Joel said that, but go ahead. <laughs> Only like I see it. Just... <laughs> they better not fucking say his name. They better oh, not drop man. a single goddamn syllable of a first name, last name. I don't even want to know a middle initial. You Call know, him you Snake know Eyes. I'm glad you, Call I'm him glad the you visitor. I'm glad you said that, Pete, because I'm going to speak to what Tia was originally saying about um, when you saw it, seeing him out of the mask, knowing like that was probably I was probably somewhere just raging in a corner. <laughs> um, I just want to make it very clear to people. When I rage about Snake Eyes in um, uh, Halo, the reason why I rage so much about them is they're not Batman, they're not Superman, they're not Spider-Man. They don't have another like they don't they don't turn into Bruce Wayne at the mm-hmm. end of the day. Snake Eyes, what alter you ego. see, that's yes, alter egos. Thank you. Um, what you see in Snake Eyes, that's Snake Eyes twenty four seven. There's not like all right, it's downtime. Let me go ahead and peel this off and you know talk to people about my day. No, that's never him. Right. It's like Halo. He never takes that. Ha- I've played all the games, and you've never seen his face. Yeah, that was oh. the one thing I remember when we were talking about Halo, and you were talking about Master Chief and wanting him not to show his 
face and I was like what's the big deal and I think I remember that podcast my like boyfriend's in the other room like no he can never take off the helmet he <laughs> right. a it was a vow it was a vow that he would never remove it Master Chief and B to me if you never did it in the games there was a reason why you never did it but now I'm just laughing at the idea of like Master Chief taking off his helmet at the end of the day, sitting by the water cooler, yeah. and I'm like, man, the first time I see it, I am done. <laughs> there's, there's one more thing about that, Juan, and I, I mentioned this in a in a previous podcast. You lose the opportunity of selling him across any demographic by doing that. Because without seeing what he looks like underneath, he could be anybody. Right. He could be a black, white, Indian, Turkish, mm-hmm. you know, sure. um, Canadian. Uh, uh, Canadian, uh, that's hard. But, you know, it's like, it's like damn Canadian. Right? In the Marvel Universe, you don't, they don't know who's under Spider-Man's mask. So he could be anybody. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, um, so by leaving that mask on, he could have been anybody. The same yep. thing with G.I. Joe. You missed out on that opportunity. He could have been anybody, one. And two, you did not need to cast a lead with a name to take on the role. No, you could save that money from someone else. But to me, I'll also say this, J.D. Growing up watching some of the, the newer G.I. Joe cartoons, I really was sold on the idea of Snake is very much a strong personality that you can kind of understand what he's saying without him having to say it. But of I also course. like the mm-hmm. idea. I also like the idea that Scarlet was there to kind of go, nah, this is what he's this is what he's no, he said no. No, he doesn't want to do that. Like <laughs> yeah. I, I like mm-hmm. the idea. I like the mouthpiece. I like it like like you know, and, and I'm gonna use this really quick example. Brock Lesnar is horrible on the microphone. It's why Paul Heyman gets paid a shit ton of money because he's one of the greatest mouthpieces. You don't ever want to hear Brock Lesnar talk. That's mm-hmm. why Paul Heyman's there. To right. me, I like that Snake never talks. Scarlet does it for him. Or his actions do the talking. Right. So I agree with you. I never needed Snake Eyes to me, JD. And I know you guys have read the, the book, so it does give somewhat of, of a backstory of him. But I've always pictured Snake Eyes the same way I've always pictured Joker. I don't need to know how the sausage was made. Damn I right. like that I have the sausage. Speak behind the curtain. Unless, right. though... Unless I will sit here and defend Joker, I thought it was great. It was a fantastic If if it's done well, it, it's like, and I agree with you, John, one hundred percent. Like one of the like great things about Heath Ledger's Joker in The Dark Knight was that you never knew why he got the scars. The fact that you know he just That's kept great. Yes. up. Yeah. So it's like I I agree that it's like we didn't need it, but if it's done correctly, then it's great. And like, it was I'll done correctly. You, because you still uh, don't know if it's real or not. No, it's just okay. and, and I'm saying like like Joker was great. I'll give an example. Am I allowed to talk about this actually now? I don't <gasps> think so. Do I know? saw a, I saw a movie that is by Disney that's coming out that's an origin story of a certain well-known Disney villain from a certain dog related movie. No. And it was absolutely not necessary. 100 percent oh so it's like 100 percent i i messaged kane i was like i have nothing nice to say about this movie it's 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 the mystery and i even loved as much as much shit as i give the 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 three movies 
I enjoyed that Christopher Nolan played with that in The Dark Knight. His story changed each time he told it. That's Joker. <laughs> That's Joker. You should never know point A to point B of Joker's life. It should only be you're at point B. Point A doesn't even exist anymore. mystery. Right. And that's, to me, what Snake Eyes should always be, is that he's in the mask. And if you want to do flashbacks, it's only the flashback of maybe them younger. Not, you know, it's like children, but just a little younger. Um, I don't even necessarily need that. But if you want to put that there, I could I could live with that. But to have a full-on movie of him talking and everything is just like, I don't know. That's man. exactly why there's no stories about Jesus in his teenage years. Nobody made up anything good enough. Oops. Well, that 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 that's okay. not why, but I'm not. This is not the conspiracy <laughs> okay. episode. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Um. Woo, well, okay. Yeah. We're gonna scoot past that. Um. But no, I will say that it did have you know to me oh, me, I, me me as a cat me as a Catholic all all. <laughs> oh my. Um, I'll um I'll say I'll say right everyone just in so me, um we here. I've eaten a body before and drank right? the blood. You know, I did it. Um, what was I gonna say? No, to end it a little bit positive on on my note, I will say the opening sequence looks pretty cool. Yeah, that looked really and, awesome. It looked Henry really Golding, fluid. in an interview, said he would he would be interested in doing like the silent interlude as a movie, and he would be down for that. He just with the right director. Complete. I I completely. I'm completely good with that. They kept saying it in the behind the scenes video right. release after the trailer that it is based off of those books where it does not talk. So that's what kept confusing me because it was like, it's based off of this story where he doesn't talk, but he talks in the movie. Oh, because the producers and we're paying this guy. We might as well hear him speak. I, I mean, guarantee it, you it was true. his fucking agent. It was like, we Henry has to talk. No, Pete, you know what? I honestly believe it's more so the studio. I do believe it's the I studio too. going, not yeah. enough people know that Snake Eyes doesn't talk. So we could sell it. We can right. Why doesn't he talk? Believe, I do believe as huge as G.I. Joe is, I thought in it was 2021, I do believe its fan base is nowhere near what it was 20, 30 years ago. Unfortunately, so I think they true. believe that they can get away with this because Snake Eyes, unfortunately, isn't as valued as we value him to a larger market of the world. So a lot of people, as soon as he suits up, I swear, someone out there is going to go, Batman? I guarantee you. <laughs> I guarantee you, someone will say that. So to me, it's the idea of, we got to market this, and the only way to market it is to have him talk, yeah. unfortunately. Well, they want to sell the character, the human part, and then the St. Guy's part would come later. But for me, as a person, look, I want to get into G.I. Joe. I want to like these characters. And if it starts with a character I already like, it helps it. But like I, it's hard. Like it was hard for me to get into it because I just never wasn't. In, I wasn't into soldiers as a kid, you know. I'm more into robots and, and ninjas. The and... only thing were, I remember about GI Joe is the GI Joe. Yeah, <laughs> it started on <laughs> <in, like, laughs> the channel. <laughs> um, I, I, I recommend it. Uh, enough. <laughs> I reckon, please, please, if no one has ever seen the GI Joe episode of the Toys That Made Us, I have. I have seen, seen them all. Please watch it. Uh, and sure. not for nothing, uh, Juwan, I Tia just gave me a great idea for a future episode. Uh, <laughs> best cartoon jingles because, like, the oh, 80s had oh. some really dope cartoon <laughs> yeah. theme songs. That's an episode. Not for nothing. 
Yes, yes, that's a hundred percent an episode. He was like, I uh, the- John, I'm hearing the theme song playing in my head right now. <laughs> I, still have the Archie, the Transformers. I still have the Archie cartoon theme song in my head. Wow, dude. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> Can I say one last thing before uh if if you move on? I don't know if you're moving on. Um I knew so little about G.I. Joe growing up that I mixed up G.I. Joe with Captain Planet. And wow. I thought for some reason they were in like the oh, same. Man. I don't know. I don't know how that mix happens, but okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, See, just right. going, nah, he kind of like, ignorance at that, that point. That's just... I'm sorry. Can I, can I add one, one piece of fan uh, uh, that I would like in the movie? Mm-hmm. That I I, I I know they're not gonna do, but just for shits and giggles, <coughs> I would love to have a Nick Cage cameo. Why? What? He did the, <laughs> I swear I was about to say that. Because <laughs> he did the first Snake Eyes movie. He, oh he just God. appears. <laughs> oh God. I fell for that. <laughs> We apologize for our listeners that they had to be. Come on. Um, We apologize. JD is working on that. He is getting the help that he needs. (laughs) Dude, Dude, we bring it up. I just went through what? uh, uh, 16 ounces right here. So I'm good. Get yourself another. Is there a reason why they call Snake Eyes Snake Eyes? We don't know. We don't know. It's just just the name. Okay. Yo, he he wears a. He wears a knight's visor, so I don't know how... Oh, His original I mean. one did, was uh, just like the two well, well, guys, right. so yeah, that was... could be it. But, I mean, that okay. used to be, Joel, that, now that you asked that, that used to be the fun of collecting the old Snake Eyes figures is when the classified cards came with it, everyone else would be in full detail who they are, who their mother was, everything. And Snake Eyes would just be question mark, question Snake Eyes. Unknown, unknown, <laughs> it's like, unknown. It's like, you know what it looked like, Joel? Snake Eyes' card looked like a Mewtwo Pokemon card, where it's yeah. like everything's unknown. That would be Snake Eyes always. But, you know, like you guys said, he was the he was the spy, right? He was the commando. So, I was like, you shouldn't know shit anyway. No. <laughs> look, no. At, look at this. Look at this fucking commando here. Look at everything he's looked up with, man. Detonators, you know, it. pouches little, filled with pouches. That's three a lot different of pouches. swords, you know, knives that come out of you nowhere. You know what, JD? That's a little I too much. Always, I always said that. I always said, and I'm glad you said that, Joel. When they put all those uh, different uh, pouches and stuff, I've always wanted to see that in a movie. Them literally utilize all the pouches. It's what always bothered me about Batman movies. You got the utility belt. I don't ever really see you go deep into your utility belt. Well, let's be honest. Do you really need to use shark repellent in every situation? Yes. Yeah, shark <laughs> yes, there's sharks everywhere. Shark repellent. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I remember an episode of Batman where he put his he put like gloves on top of his gloves. Yes. Why? Yeah. <laughs> yes, that was hilarious. I will say though, Joel, I feel like Matt Reeves might do this, but it's a small thing, and we're gonna get into the Batman. That that's why I'm, I'm transitioning here. Um, uh, I, one thing in Renegades. Okay, in Renegades, he was given the name Snake Eyes by the Hard Master. Okay. Uh, yeah, but that's, that's only Renegades. What's that's the not best? real American hero. If you could recommend one G.I. Joe thing, what would it be so I can get into it? Resolute. That would be my thing. Like, if you're looking for something that really kind of grabs you, because it's different than what... Because to me, if I say the cartoons, Joel, 
it might remind you of why you didn't want to watch it in the, the first 80s movie. cartoon. Yeah, it's hard right. to I mean, so to me, it'd be resolute. The original Larry Hammer Marvel books were Agreed. ridiculously good because they were not campy at all like the cartoon. They were Larry Hammer is a, an actual military veteran. Uh, so he and he was a weapons specialist. His knowledge of like serial numbered weapons and tanks and fucking aircrafts and stuff is insane. And he puts it all in the books. Like he'll be just like rattling off fucking guns and stuff in the midst of word bubbles. And you're just like, holy shit. Uh, so, I mean, it, the first, I would say 130 or so issues of GI Joe is just amazing. Like it, it's, I know that's a lot of books, but that I would say, yeah, just, just go for the original run of, the yeah. Marvel books because they just let Larry Hammer just do your do thing. They wanted, yeah. they, they forced him a few new characters every now and then as they would introduce them in the in the toys and the cartoons. Right. But the only ones he actively despised was Serpentor and Cobra Law. <laughs> like if you if you see him at a, a convention, he has a sign that says "Will not draw Serpentor and <laughs> uh, Galobulus or anybody else from Cobra Law." Hates them. Um. So the original Marvel books for for um Freedom. Larry. Is Pete's recommendation. Mine's G.I. Joe Resolute. Uh, JD, what's your recommendation to Joel? I want to say Renegades, because you had mm-hmm. you had a simple cast of five Joes. Okay. Right? Tunnel Rat, Snake Eyes, Roadblock. Was it was Roadblock, right? Roadblock. Roadblock. Roadblock, Roadblock Duke, and Scarlet. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know? And they were on the run. Who doesn't love a nice on the run story? You know? Like uh, uh, it was it was the A team, but okay. with, with five Joes. And I, and I did like it, JD, with the idea of like Cobra Commander during the day being like this polarizing figure. And then at night, no one knowing that he's going, turning into like Cobra Commander. Mm-hmm. Um, I always like that because to me, it's like it's the Lex Luthor effect. It's the idea of during the day, people are they're loving how I'm thriving, you know, with my business and putting money out there, creating jobs and all that. And it's like they have no idea at night I'm trying to kill them every day. <laughs> like I love that transition to where it's just like, no, he's a good guy, and it's like, no, he just nope, him. no, he's not. Yeah, he, he was a used car salesman in the original series in the really? in the comic. Wow. Yeah, wow. Pete, is is Renegades on Tubi? I'm not sure. I will say this, Joel. If you actually go to Hasbro on YouTube, they actually have a channel where it only shows Renegades yes. episodes on loop. Really, and the, and the original cartoons haven't they have their own channel too. Right. Oh, the Renegades is YouTube. Yeah, that's on. I mean, you can find it on Tubi also, but on YouTube, they have a channel where it just plays that 24-7. I'm down with that. I liked it. I liked it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I mean, I didn't really necessarily like when they went when they went to some alien aspects. I won't get too far into that. Uh so Joelle can actually That sounds interesting. But yeah, towards the end of the run, you know, they they didn't know where to branch out to. Right. You know. The aliens. So some of the most expensive Joes are the the alien Joes, Predacon. Mm-hmm. Um, Predacon. Yeah, yeah. There was three alien GI Joes that they got repaints. Um, so you know they end up becoming six alien Joes. But uh, one of them had six arms. One of them had the bendy flexi uh, uh, thing in it, and uh, one you, had the bendy flexi neck. What did you think of the Renegades uh, figure line? I don't remember them. Uh, I came like one of their specialty, uh, well, specialty items was the four pack that was Snake, Duke. Uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't pick up the Renegade figures because 
at the same time, they had the uh, the six inch Joes come back out again, right? Sigma six. Yes. Sigma six. I remember Sigma six. Didn't and I didn't watch that at all, dude. Yeah, I, didn't, I remember. I didn't. I, I didn't watch that either. Sigma yeah. six reminded me of. Um, the Iron Man cartoon, even though I always say I love that Iron Man cartoon, it kept reusing, it felt like every episode, the same concept for every episode. And it was just like, there are other things you guys can tell. Like, you, you got to get out of this. Right. Um, all right. So, <laughs> sorry, I'm on Twitter arguing with Kanan, who's telling me Ahsoka would hold her own against Luke Skywalker. And I'm like, I don't think you know Luke Skywalker. I'm like, he was God level. <laughs> <laughs> like there's a reason why Anakin wasn't the chosen one at the end of the day and it was Luke like no did you see there's this thing going around with um, Giancarlo Esposito's face where he's in shock when mm. he when he hears Luke uh, uh, yes boarding the thing because they, they had to explain it I know at that point Luke was the boogeyman yes yes that, that was a at really cool point, post at that point Moff Gideon because he works for, you know, he worked for the, the Empire. Um, so at that point, everyone knows the war stories of who killed Vader and the Emperor. It was Luke. One man killed the two strongest beings in the galaxy. Obviously, we know, you know, Luke didn't kill Vader. Um, but no one else in the, in the galaxy knows that. Right. So Luke plays right. up to the boogeyman story. So Which you tell awesome. me because Ahsoka held her own against Maul that she could stand up against Luke? Not the same thing. She held her own against Vader, too, technically. She did, but I will also say this. Vader would toy with a lot of his kills, and I think I think the emotional connection is why he didn't immediately just kill Ahsoka. Um, Ahsoka is very trained. I think Ahsoka could hold her own against anyone. You think Vader toyed with people? I think Vader took the Bruce Lee approach, approach as quick as you can. You know, Vader, Vader, it, it was, it was, it was weird because Vader was someone that was somewhat of a show, uh, like a, um, like if it was a good fight, like if he felt it was like, oh, damn, okay, you, you're pretty good. He would play around a little bit with it and then kill you. Really? But, I didn't. Yeah. Uh, Vader, he oh, would always go to attack the clones. That's why. <laughs> no, I'm asking. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to knock. As they, Anakin, you mean? That that no, 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 no. Oh, okay. No. I don't mean. I don't mean Anakin. I don't mean Anakin. Even well, he though, was flashier as Anakin. He was extremely flashy. Which, by the way, shout out to. I just uh, watched a video. George Lucas was saying if Anakin had not died on Mustafar, he would have. He would have been over two hundred percent stronger than Palpatine. That's fucking insane. Two hundred. That's insane. That's bananas. So At that, that point, you're gonna need the scanners from Dragon Ball Z. Exactly, it would have it would have crashed. Exactly. <laughs> well, it's going. Um, it starts cracking. Right. right. It's <laughs> over nine thousand. Oh, well. <laughs> Can I just get back into Jojo for one second? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Come on, come on. Um, um, <laughs> so after after the pursuit of Cobra Line, which was after the, the retaliation line, GI Joe was was um, honoring but not actually utilizing the names of who people really were. So I, I don't know if anybody got these, but the quick kick figure who we always thought was Bruce Lee, they actually gave a nod to Bruce Lee as the quick kick figure. Did you ever get that one, Pete? No, no, I don't. And there was a character so, based off of Bruce Lee? Yeah, quick kick was a character based off because he was the, the karate guy that went into Hollywood, mm -hmm. right? But um, one of the last quick kick figures 
has the MMA mm-hmm. boxing gloves. Um, I know. Yes, yes, and uh, nunchucks, right? Not it's just cool. that. Not just that, brother. When you take the 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 padded armor off of him, he has the scars on his back from Enter the Dragon. Oh wow! With the three claws. Wow, you know what that right? reminds me of, JD? Uh, I spoke with the guy who created uh, Shang Chi, and he keeps he kept telling me the whole interview. I didn't base him off Bruce Lee, and I'm like, why are you lying? Like, <laughs> why are you blatantly lying to me? That's that's exactly who you were. Every trying to do. almost every popular IP has a character that Bruce. Has a but Bruce who? So who did he say he based him off? No, he was just saying it was an it, it was an original concept of his, and I'm just okay. like, mm-hmm. I, I'm like. I look at it two ways. I look at it as I think anyone who's like that, we associate with Bruce Lee. So even if someone someone is trying to be, you know, an original concept, we just always connect it to Bruce Lee. So maybe, maybe he did try to genuinely create something of its own, but it sure as hell turned into Bruce Lee. I can tell you that. And (laughs) um, uh, even that Batman cartoon that came out, Solo the Dragon or whatever. Yes. Yep. Yep. Under Bruce Lee. Yep. But, uh, you know, oh, another oh, figure, oh, like G.I. Joe tried to tie in sports athletes. They got the fridge. They got Sergeant Slaughter. They mm-hmm. tried to get Rocky. That fell through. The Rocky thing didn't happen. Um, Why so, not Rambo? So, that's what they needed. <laughs> see, but that's the thing. There was a figure known as Outback. Outback was you bottled remember? off of uh, Chuck Norris and Missing in Action too. Ah, I did I not know I that. remember that. Yeah, uh, down to the, to the headband and the red hair. I like um, that. I like that. Shit, but, I did not know that. Bazooka was was uh, modeled after a New England Patriot quarterback, who I will not name because it's the New England Patriots. <coughs> um, <laughs> uh, um, what should we call it? The uh, there was um, one of the last spirit figures was modeled after the Native American guy from the first Predator movie in Arnold. Uh, oh, in, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, the guy that cut his chest. What's yeah, his I don't know. I, him, I, I don't know the character. Of course, of course. Towards the end of the line, when that when that Bruce Lee quick kick figure came out, you know, mm-hmm. uh, um, that that spirit figure came out. So they is did it it's Pursuit of Cobra? I I see. I don't know if it's called Pursuit of Cobra, but it was like the navy blue uh, uh, rim on the uh, on the cards. Yeah, it's Pursuit of Cobra. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm All looking right. at them right now. As a matter of fact, I had to look up that uh, quick kick figure that you were talking about. Oh, and then you look at the pants. Right with the one stripe down the line. Yeah, the artwork looks just like him, like yeah. the cover art. My favorite part about this quick kick character is that his name is MacArthur Ito. He's half Japanese and half Korean, but still has a name MacArthur. <laughs> I'm trying to it figure let that you, part it out. let you know where the where, where the times were at that time. <laughs> yeah. um, but I want to ask this really quickly before we move out of out of GI Joe. I want to ask this about the the Snake Eyes trailer. I told Joel it's my favorite look. Um, I always love the look of a sheaf being on someone's side. Um, but where uh-huh. do you guys prefer your sheafs when it comes to Snake and, uh, and Storm Shadow? Just who, uh, Pete, I'll, I'll start with you. Chiefs? What? Uh, like uh, where, they, where, they, chief. uh, where they put their, their, their swords in. Oh, uh, well, I mean, I'm right-handed, so I would need it over here so right. I could draw it this so way. So you don't, you don't need the traditional on You have to try. You ever try to fucking draw a katana from your back? Like, <laughs> they always make it seem it, so easy. It does not fucking happen. No, I'll tell not, you this. When you not, take a finger and put the hand on the on the sword that's on the sheaf on his back, and you try to pull up, 
it never it like the sword bends on the way out. I always so thought like, that with um remember in Dragon Ball Z when Trunks first comes back from the future and meets the crew and everything, and his like sword is so big, and I'm like, how physically can you like do that? You know, Yo, like, just a random, just a random blade. If you're gonna put it in there, if you're gonna put it on the back, it can't be sheath unless it's um a smaller sword. That's why ninjas right. normally, when they have it on their back, yes. Right. So from here, you would think that's that's as far as that's going. Right, yeah, that's, my, that's the length of my arm. Yeah, so unless it has a flexible, that that's a full like, size katana. Yeah, right. And you I'll know. even say this: the um one of the uh, Snake Eyes figures that came out around the the time of Rise of Cobra, um Snake Eyes had it on his waist, so like on the on, on his lower back. Mm. And I'm like, even that doesn't make any sense. That's not a clean. That's like, not a clean. Pull. Not a big one, no. From here, here or so. There? Like, yeah, like no, that. It, I no, can draw it from here. No, because that yeah, makes actually, sense, JD. He had it legit on his lower back. And it's just like, how do you? I could actually draw it from there, though. Like, if I, if I just hold on to this from here. Sorry, my shorts do not match. But if I could, at least I can get it out from that way. Fair. Okay. Right. I cannot so get how, it out over then, my back. How do you walk through a door? Next on, next on GVN fashion. How to wear your sword. <laughs> we're talking about we're talking about unrealistic uh positionings okay yeah. well i like the cross where it's under well they pull it out from the bottom of the back yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. The, like the um, lower the ass and, and la last question you guys prefer a snake with one or first of all I i'm really curious when he pulled out the sword in the trailer they made that seem like a moment like that sword was supposed to mean something did I miss something Say what? in the book? I don't, I don't, I don't was know. it branded with the Aaron Chicago logo on it? Or no, it didn't look like it. It didn't look. You you mean on the on like the the heel of like on the, the hilt? Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It didn't look like it, but he was looking at it as if it like it had like a history to it or something. So they I have mean, two different swords. Uh, like their their toys have traditionally, in like the last maybe ten to fifteen years, uh, Snake Eyes has been almost like scimitarish. Yeah. If you will, it's got a really top heavy blade and it's got like a, yeah, yeah. there you go. Yep. And it's got yeah, ridges just above the pom the hilt and pommel, whereas Storm Shadow is much more the traditional katana. This actually, this white katana that I have here was when I dressed this Storm Shadow for Halloween one year. And I'll send you guys those pictures. I want to see that. Because um, um, it looks like, Pete, because what they're doing with Snake Eyes' sword is different than we've really ever seen of Snake Eyes. The handle is round. That's usually like JD. If you hold up that figure, the sword in his back, the the handle of it, um, you see the handle of it. It's not it's not round. So I was really curious why they decided to go round. Um, because the second the second Snake Eyes. No, excuse me. The third Snake Eyes, Pete's Snake Eyes. Uh, the one that he had the the two Bowie knives on his chest. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yes. That, that the pommel. The pommel or the hilt, the bottom pommel. of the uh, of it was a, a claw holding an orb on that mm -hmm. sword. That's oh, a dope okay. sword. Okay, yeah, okay, I'm with you on that. Um, all right, so let's move on from Snake Eyes and GI Joe. Um, moral of the story is we are going to one way or another see this movie and properly yeah. review it based off of 
us actually seeing it and seeing how everything plays out. Uh, if you get an early release, I'm coming over to your house to watch. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I've already told Kanan, like, hey, get on that. If I can, <laughs> if I can. Spend- I'll make that drive to Jersey. Especially if, oh, I, yeah. can, if I can talk to Andrew. That's all I want. I just want to come here. Come here, we'll, we'll me, and we'll, t- we'll jump over to Verrazano. Yep. <laughs> we'll alternate. We'll go to New York one of these days. Yeah. Um, that would actually be fun. We just alternate going, going back. Yeah, and forth. We'll but, um, all right. So I want to get into, cause, uh, the whole conversation of us is, <clears throat> excuse me, does accuracy matter? And we talked a little bit about this before, uh, before we went on, uh, Paul Dino's Riddler or Dano. Is it Paul Dano? Dano. Dano. Okay. Paul Dano. Dano. His Riddler obviously looks drastically different than any other Riddler we're used to. So far. So far, right. Clearly, Matt Reeves has said this numerous times. None of these characters are their actual personas yet. Um, He's not Penguin yet. She's not Catwoman yet. The only person who's been their alter ego is Batman. This is his second year. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, people have been going crazy about his look. I, I said this before. The look that you that everyone apparently just saw for the first time is in the trailer. So I, I had no idea why now everyone's just like, he looks like that. Why? It's like, what did you see in the trailer? Who did you think was the guy driving the guy up? Like he was even giving a riddle in the trailer. So for me, it was just frustrating because I had no idea where where the hate came from, knowing that this trailer's been around since last August. Um, so I was just confused. It took probably one person to point it out, and everyone else is like, I need to get outraged about this. Yeah, let me go on Twitter. Like, 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 let me say this because I've learned this is the best way to to handle things. If you don't like it, fine. I'm not here to argue that. Cool. I'm just saying I don't understand why people seem so shocked when it's 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 been here the whole time <laughs> like it's like that that's like though, too. that's like if someone goes oh man i hate how batman's chess piece looks it's like dude that's not new that's been around for <laughs> for forever Months, yeah. like how did you just land on that on that idea um so tia i want to start with you getting a clearer look of the taped face and everything uh do you feel any differently than you did when you actually saw the the trailer no <laughs> I, I was scrolling and I saw a picture and I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then I kept going. Because yeah. I'm so I'm sold on the movie. I love the feel of the trailer that we got. Um, and I'm of the mindset that people, as you just said, Matt Reese has said, none of these characters are who they actually are. You know, we may see a, re- uh, a vamped up look and all that. This is who this character is maybe before he takes on really the persona of the Riddler. So I wasn't, I I don't know. I, I also know the mindset of like, he's not going to always be in that taped up thing. It's Paul Dano. You're getting him. You want him to be very like personable. You want him to really act this part out and everything. I don't think that we're only going to see him with a mask on or anything. I don't think that Matt Reeves is going to just create that sort of thing out of thin air, essentially. Right. Um, I mean, and it gets into what our main topic is of the day, which is, um, you know, sticking close to, uh, you know, where these characters come from, the looks of where they come from. Um, And me and Joel have talked about this numerous times. 
to me, it's always to change a look is cool if it's someone who wears like a mask, right? So if you want to change up that look, that's fine because it's the design of the mask. It could be like Batman with the ears on the cow. We get it. But to change a look of someone who does not wear a mask is usually where my issue comes from is because there is nothing else distinguishing who that person is besides the look. So if you change the look, it's like, well, why? Well, what I think maybe what we're going to see right now is that, you know, again, he hasn't become this sort of really maybe outlandish public sort of character. This is him maybe operating in the shadows or so before kind of realizing maybe his true self or something like exactly. that. I, I really doubt that we're going to see a continuation of this look. This is going to be in this film only and maybe not even for the entirety of the film. Right. So right. again, it really didn't bother me at all. I didn't sit there and say, oh my God, you don't have the jacket. Where's the cane? Um, you know, where's the question mark and everything? I don't know. I just, I didn't really see what the big deal was yeah he's he's clearly working towards it and he said it um you know like he's not trying to sell us that this is what he wants his riddler to look like right he's made it very clear that they're on evolutionary journeys that each of these villains will become who they're destined to be right um so i'll pass it to you pete um did the look bother you at all strike you at all you know or or do you remember the look from from the actual trailer like, how did you... I didn't remember the look from the trailer. And when you guys were talking about it, I was kind of like, wait, what? So I had to quickly look it up. And I, having just seen it, uh, I, uh, I'm i kind of taking Matt Reeves' Batman in stride, you know, with a grain of salt. I'm going to see it, obviously, because I see all superhero movies. You know, I, I don't pick and choose like that. If I don't like it after the fact, then I'll tell you I don't like it. But I'm not going to prejudge it like that. I'm going to see Snake Eyes. I, I may not like it, but I'm going to see it. You know, that being said, I, I get the idea of building to a, uh, like a, a final costume. They've, we've seen that happen in a lot of different flicks. Spider-Man comes to mind, like the original Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. And even the Andrew Garfield shit uh, comes to mind. Like he, you, you have a gradual um, increase in quality. Let's just for lack of a better term. Right. So it doesn't really bother me. Also, I'm not like a, a hardcore Riddler, Riddler <laughs> aficionado. So, all right, whatever. Maybe I'd like a few more hints of green in there instead of trying to look like a, you know, want to be Baron Zemo or some shit. I don't, all right, whatever. Can I say really quick? I'm sorry to interrupt no, you, no, Pete. Fine. To me, the thing that I dislike the most that they changed about the Riddler was his name. That was well, what. You wait, know. he's not Edward Nigma? No, his name is no. Edward Nashton. He becomes Edward Nigma later. Right. He is he? But is he going to become Edward Nigma? We don't or... know, but his in the comics it was Nashton, and he became oh, really okay. right. Oh, okay. See, I thought I it was always that. Nigma. No, no that's yeah, that's why it. a lot of people were freaking out when they, when he first announced Dano as the Riddler. He said, "This is Edward Nashton." They were like, "Who the fuck is Edward Nashton?" <laughs> I was no, kind of. <laughs> Don't you know, look it up. That, he was uh, Nashton before he was Nigma. Is that his Golden Age first appearance in Tech 140, or it was it his like Silver Age? Like when? I think it, when was I think that it was Silver. Age. But but 
if, if I remember correctly, it was more a more modern take on him. Right. But that's because when I looked up Nash, because I didn't, I knew the same. I'm like, what the fuck is Nash? Why would you, why would you change that? Such a little thing. Right. But yes, apparently he became, he becomes Nigma, and that's why I think this. That's why I also believe it's just an early look because he's not the Riddler yet. You know, right. he's not even Edward Nigma yet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Right. Okay. I, I think. Okay, that's so interesting. He, I think. I didn't know that. He, my bigger issue is with superhero movies today is the idea that villains have to have. Uh, an arc. Villains have to have their side of the story. I can't remember the last time we legit just had a villain. Like someone that just woke up one day and was just like, I just want to set the whole city on fire. Joker, the movie right. you don't like, The Dark Knight, that guy was all about Right, because that was definitely, it felt I won't get into that. Yes, no, we shouldn't because you just contradicted yes. yourself, my friend. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, so outside of that, because to me the importance of that is you don't need a villain who's doing it because he grew up like he grew up rough or or anything like that. To me, it's like it's okay to just have a guy who just wants to kill people, and you got your hero right. that has to stop him. Um, people just want to see the world burn. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So to me, it's it's from like you know you giving them this <laughs> from the dark night. Yeah, from the dark night. <laughs> you giving these villains this kind of story to where it's like damn i feel sorry for him or damn like he did have mm. it rough it's like it takes i don't need a, away from that yeah it's like yeah. Just, just make him a bad some, vi some villains i just want to be assholes That's for the it. sake of being assholes sure, i man. said that about when i watched wonder woman 84 and they for whatever inexplicable reason felt the need to rationalize um what's his name Max. fucking maxwell lord thank you they tried. that guy was a dick and he was cool with being just a businessman and a dick. I don't need some lame-ass backstory of him trying to make his son love him. Who the fuck I mean, cares? Shut up. I mean, even, even to this topic specifically, the Riddler that we know is a guy who just viewed himself as smarter than everybody and just right. wanted to showcase it. It wasn't yeah. like That's it. Yes. it wasn't like, man, I grew up and the rich were always, you know, favored, and now I want to take down the rich. Like and, and I'm not I'm not saying this is what Matt Reeves is doing, even though you know you kind of get a glimpse of it. But, but you're absolutely right. Like more it, to, that's who the Riddler was. I just watched. Uh, I'm still watching Batwoman and a lot of the CW shows, mostly because I'm, I've invested so much time. I might as well like Same here. them through. Same here. No, I watch um, them all, brother. The <laughs> last episode with uh, what's her name with Stephanie Brown. And yeah. Clue Master, that yeah. was actually really damn good because you had a villain who just didn't like the fact that people might be smarter than him. Like, that was it. That, that was it. That's his whole motivation. That was fantastic. That was that's it. what I want to see out of this. And the thing with like changing villains and ad either adding to their backstory to make them more human or give them more rationale, a lot of it, I, I just think that that's would be Hollywood writers trying to be more than they are supposed to be like shut up write the movie the way it's given to you in the funny books and stop trying to make a name for yourself because you're making a name and we're gonna hate you i don't always think it's the, oh, i'm sorry oh, go ahead. no no go ahead jd no i i don't always think it's the writer you know uh, true true you've got Probably you've got a lot of producers that right that are executives that are always Funny giving people. notes. They sometimes they give notes just to give notes, it's, you know, uh, mm -hmm. to, to validate their position. It's and, also trending. Yeah. I mean, it's it's it, honestly it, it comes down to this. 
when you have a good guy and a bad guy, to me, what distinguishes the bad guy is that he's the monster. It's supposed to make you go, wow, I don't like that guy. But do you know how many people left Infinity War like, "Eh, maybe Thanos had a point? That would never be the case. It should be everyone should leave and go, nah, man, F that guy. You know, I hate him. But recently with all these movies, these shows, I mean Tia, even Tia, I'll even say this. Be honest. How much did you enjoy Kingpin? I loved Kingpin. Awesome. Exactly. But the, but the thing is though the monster. Bullseye was awesome. But Bullseye was freaking awesome. awesome. But even though Bullseye but Bullseye was humanized to a degree, but I still thought of him as a villain. Same nice. thing with Kingpin. Yes, you understood where his background was, but I think that Vincent D'Onofrio just played that so well to the point where oh, it's like, fuck. yeah, you got to see his background. You got to see him with his love and you still oh, saw him oh, as a monster. I that's want to writing point done out, right. And I wanted to point out another, to me at least, writing done right. Um, the show Star Girl. Yeah. Isa- Icicle was a great, great villain, but we knew his background. We saw him as a family man. There was that small part where you're like, maybe he does just want good and everything. And then you're like, oh, wait, no, he's, he's the freaking <laughs> villain. Destroy this guy. You know? <laughs> How about Michael Keaton as the vulture? Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Still a he was bad a family guy. Man. And he wasn't a bad guy because once he found out who Pete was, he was like, Listen, I'm gonna give like Drop it, and we're all good. Yeah, we're all good. And then Peter Parker's like, nope. <laughs> and I gotta, I gotta protect my own. And that's all he was doing. He was yep. protecting family. And that was that was a very pleasant uh, swerve that I did not see coming. That Liz's dad. Was vulture. was vulture? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was a good twist. I'm just like, right? I did not. That was a great that scene because Michael yeah. Keaton in that moment wasn't yes. necessarily scary because he was the vulture. He was scary because he was a dad. I'll even admit this: I was shocked as Tom Holland's Peter was getting shocked, but for different <laughs> reasons. I was thinking more so, "Oh, damn! He knows who Peter is. He's about to kidnap her." And then when she's like, all right, dad, I'm just like, wait, what? <laughs> what? What? Hold on, what? So I was just like, that's that's amazing writing. And that's yeah. something that's a small little change that you kind of just go, okay, all right, okay, I'll take that. Oh, boy, sure. King, I have to interject as well, Tia. You're yeah. absolutely right. Like I sick Stargo was a phenomenal first season. Oh, and yeah. I'm really looking forward to season two. Icicle, like, even though you've seen him as the family man and everything, like at, at, there are points where you clearly remember, oh, yeah, he's the bad guy. But mad props to grandma and grandpa who were in on oh, the whole shit. Yes. And they're like, you're going to have to kill them. <laughs> when he kills that one person Damn. and the freaking, like, parents come in, you think they're going to be shot? They're like, eh. like, And then just start dragging the body away. Like, oh, man. <laughs> it's like, oh, he comes from a lineage of assholes. Right. I also want to give Stargirl credit because they didn't play on tropes. Like, mm-hmm. usually in a show like that, how long does it take the hero to figure out who the bad guy is? When they had that dinner and Stargirl was just like, some name, right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that because it's like, I don't need you to kind of just, like, don't ride it. Don't ride certain things. Like, and it was a perfect little thing. Stargirl. It was as simple as like, oh, really hot dish. And he's able to just like grab it yeah. like nothing, right. and it's like right. just like that. Right. Exactly. People don't give Stargirl credit. Like, it's such a good show. Swerves. Speaking of swerves, 
him uh her going over there for dinner and him answering the door and her going oh you like <laughs> 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 you, you 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 um but no i mean so this this all goes into the conversation of you know does this consistency and does this accuracy matter because to me it's it's what will make or break a movie to me as someone who's read where these things come from it's the idea of accuracy has to hit more so than anything else and i always use the example of venom because i don't think venom was a good movie but it hit certain accurate points that i said that was enough to quench my thirst on whether or not i could make it through that fucking movie like, <laughs> like that is what made what made the difference of whether or not i was going to fall asleep <laughs> go back and ask for my money back <laughs> like it just it led to a lot of things he so ain't moving it, trust me he ain't moving but i didn't fall asleep <laughs> well i didn't know but i barely I see you blink either so it's weird <laughs> John, I have a question because yeah. you say this a lot when we do things like, am I going to ask for my money back? Have you ever asked for your money back? And it makes you really dad, curious. Got it. No, 100%. We sat through, <laughs> I swear, and I'll bring, I'll bring, next time I'll bring my dad on here and he'll confirm it. We sat through <laughs> some movie and like 30, 20 minutes in, we were just like, this is like, what the fuck is this? Shoot him up, right? Joel, my dad does not like you joke against shoot him up, Joel. Um, so we got up, we went back to the, the ticket booth, and we, we said, we really do not like this movie. Is there any way we can get our money back? And the lady said, yeah, sure. So what we was it? You remember what it was? I, my dad does. My dad 100% does. I don't. It was that bad. Um, but it, I don't mean to say it like it's something we've done like a million times. I, I He does I, it every single movie, yeah. even if he liked it. <laughs> I hated that. Can right. I get my money I said back? the whole thing. I hated it. Can I get... No. So I only know... Five minutes left, sir. You could have came to that. <laughs> it's, it's like the people who eat the entire steak and they're like, it wasn't cooked properly. <laughs> <laughs> I need another one. Um, but no, so yeah, I only I only know of one time that I did it with my dad. He might have stories of a million times he's done it on his own, but I've only done it with my dad once. Um, but no, so to me, accuracy and consistency matter. You know, you're you have a template, is what I always say. You have a template of what you can base it off of. You don't have to drastically go away from that template. Use it. Use it. I say all the time. See, I know you enjoyed it. Joel, to a degree, I know you enjoyed it. Okay. Suicide Squad, 100% could have just used the template of Assault on Arkham, and it would have been a way better story. Way better story. And again, you don't, need, you don't need Batman that much, uh, like you did in Assault on Arkham. Uh, you can use them as, as little as you did in the actual Suicide Squad movie. But the idea of them having a more reasonable goal <laughs> just would have made that... Realistic. Just so a moralistic much. goal. It just there's a lot of fucking weird reasons for why they were formed, where they went out to go. There are a lot of non-powerful characters they used to go after like a god, and it was weird. Well, yeah, weird. and I actually just rewatched Suicide Squad last week. Still enjoyed it. Still walked away from enjoying it. But then now watching it, you know, and kind of picking like I hated Killer Croc's look. You know, you want to talk oh, about accuracy, and it's look. like. He, he was, was just like a cartoon. Are you amazing. are you joking? Or... Have you watched animated series? <laughs> I've watched Batman series. He was he large. Looks like that. No, he was this a skinny not, little. He's not as tall. He was a skinny little toothpick with a big, big head, and I 
hated oh, the he look. look. That's yeah. why they won the fucking uh, Emmy because of that fucking look of the cosmetic <laughs> prosthetics kind of shit. That was insane. I loved it. You know, I, you know I actually though upon rewatching this is so like not the point or anything but i did notice a few things that i never noticed before when diablo like i forget who he like waves his hand in front of whether it's deadshot or captain boomerang he waves his hand to say like i don't do that shit anymore oh, yeah, and yeah. like a flame goes and you see the his uh aztec or mayan god version in the flame when he oh, does that I and i was like that. i never caught that before so i'm like i'm just saying suicide squad it was all right. <laughs> I still I, liked I, it. I enjoyed, I enjoyed it. You know. I mean, there were some things like again, Enchantress, like yeah. doing this dramatic yeah. <laughs> moments. But ultimately, any movie that puts K Seven in the soundtrack <laughs> automatically. <laughs> Wait, which one is that? Oh, the scene where Margot Robbie's going up in the elevator, and you're come, baby, come, baby, oh. baby, come. come. <laughs> No, except to not be allowed. I laughed so hard. That killed it for me. That killed it for me. That was one of the greatest songs of the early 90s, man. (laughs) It was the weirdest moment to put that song, though. The the weirdest moment to put that song. It was very out of place. They're like all serious and all of a sudden it's like... (laughs) Went over our budget. What can we slide in here for the minimum amount of money? Yeah. To, to bring it back to, to accuracy, um, it, it's just small things, like I said, that catch me. Like, I remember in the theater when it showed Deadshot in the mask with the raining bullets, I, I squealed. No one else in the theater understood why that. that was like the coolest I loved thing. It. Even <laughs> though his shit was on the wrong eye, the whole exactly, movie that bothered yes. me. It was so on whatever. the wrong eye, yes. Um, the whole movie bugged me. <laughs> but no one no one understood that. Uh, no one also understood the when they showed really quickly um, what Harley and Joker's actual crime, well, what Harley's crimes were, um, and it was assisting in killing the Robin. Um, a lot of people just, it went right over their head, and I'm like, those are certain, like, accuracies that I'm like, okay, that excited. The intros me. to the characters were something that was, like, my favorite part of the movie. Like, yeah. You got to see Harley in her classic outfit. Yeah. I thought yes. I was going to see that, that in live action. That was my David Ayer. That was Even if it was, like, a two-second thing, I was like, saw <laughs> why it didn't work go so going back to accuracy mm-hmm. it doesn't always translate from the comic page to the screen but that's, that's why we never got you know the captain america thing yeah we got it but we understood why captain america's original costume didn't work right the nod to scarlet witch and vision their original costumes yeah. all right we understand why it didn't work if you capture the elements though then it should work one of the reasons the fantastic four the story was, I guess, somewhat accurate, right? But the fact that they could not nail the thing down in any of those three movies, right? Mm-hmm. And when I say his elements, yeah, he's a rock creature. But when you look at the thing, wow, right? he's got that big underjaw and he's got that big eyebrow. That's what makes the thing. He didn't have those elements in either one uh, of the three movies. And yeah. yet the opposite side of that coin is when you look at Transformers, and yes, it was Michael Bay, but Optimus Prime had the Peter Cullen voice, had the underbite, and had that weird blue helmet. Mm-hmm. We didn't care that it traded, you know, the, the Japanese-style tractor trailer for the American-style uh, a long-nose, long-engine tractor mm-hmm. trailer. We didn't care that it had, you know, Fire red decal. flames on it because <laughs> it had those elements. 
So right. we pick and choose, right? But when we go to the Joker, the Joker has been reevaluated every time. Sometimes we like him, sometimes we don't. I like the Jared Leto Joker. I did not I'm like the you. Joaquin Phoenix Joker. I'm it wasn't you. for me. Like I love the Heath Ledger Joker. I did. See, I, I'm I'm with you on Jared Leto. Like I said, once David Ayer explained it, uh, in what went into why he designed his Joker to look that way, I said, I get it. I get it. I, it never bothered me how Jared Leto's Joker looked, and that's just me personally. I know that people had a lot of problems with it. I and, and that's fine. That that's perfectly fine. It's just when I saw it, I was like, in the context of the movie, in relation to what Harley looks like and everyone else, I was like, it makes sense. Like, I don't think it would make sense to have a Jack Nicholson Joker in the context of that movie. So to me, it just made sense. And just mainly in the timeline that he's put, like in, in today's time, that's not really how anyone would ever dress. It's just not. So to me, it's like, I, I understood well, the weird... Different the weirdness of what he was going for because of the time that we were in specifically. But I'll say I loved uh, what he was trying to do with, with that Joker, but I did not like the liberty that uh, Nolan took with it, it being just makeup. Like that's not his skin. It's makeup and it's smeared makeup. So it's barely, it's barely, it, it, you know, it has patches and right. I didn't like the design like of that. that. So I'm like, I get you that didn't <laughs> like uh, I, I like the uh, inspiration from the sex and Sid Vicious, you know, and, and all right, he was going for the anarchist style. And that's what those guys were in, in early 80s punk rock, mm. right? Um, when, when they go so far out into left field and it makes you think about the character design, maybe the, for me, the fact that you have to think about the character, the character design likes the new reinterpretation because you're trying to to connect the dots in your own head right um sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't the yeah. the riddler look is not working for me again he's not, not really uh... <laughs> i mean as long as long as i i don't know like, like i said to me everyone has in their mind what a character is supposed to look like based off of what their introduction of that character is it's why, you know, I, I try not to, to get too upset when people are like, no, I like this look and I like that look. And I'm like, okay, it's not really how <laughs> they should look. It's like whenever someone tells me, I, oh, I didn't have any issues with how the X-Men looked in the original movies. It's just like, huh? Devoid of color? <laughs> had no issue with that. You had no issue oh, with that the, was of color. the biggest issue. <laughs> like that was my movies. only like I could get over those movies not being the best. Visually pop for me, and I could give you an A plus just off of that. Mm. And did you see Alex Ross's designs of those costumes? What those costumes? Of, of the all black. No, I don't remember them. Yeah. So yeah. the X's actually went further down. The X's were like the full torso almost so the top of the x's started here <clears throat> it followed through the torso and the bottom of the x's ended just above the knee and it was you know the, the piping or the seams were highlighted and colored for each individual character so it was still the black but it wasn't orange for everybody it was you know light blue for oh, cool. if they had angel in it i mean i'll even say jd to that point i would have taken the uncanny look 
over what they gave us. I would have took the ultimate look. That was the most for the ultimate. You know, look. That yeah. looked great. It was you know, made was for the for live action. Wait, hold on. Say it again, JD. The ultimate look was too militaristic. But that, but you it know? was made for for realistic interpretation. What I'm trying to say. I don't know what the fuck the movies are trying to do. Those like leather jacket and pants. How are you supposed to fuck a movie in that shit? That and then they tried to put wait, that wait, shit in the comics, which was really awful. Oh, I hey, think, wait, hold on. I th- you know what pissed me off the most about what you just said, Joel? What? Is Wolverine makes a joke in the movie about yeah. how tight everything is, and I'm like, wait. So you have the foresight to write in the joke about how how you can't maneuver in it and still make them look like that in the next two movies? What, well, what would you prefer? Yellow spandex? And at the end of yeah. the day, we that, would have. That was the joke. <laughs> right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. That was um, but it, right, it didn't pop. But right. then when we saw the Wolverine mask in the, in the briefcase, like everybody was like, oh, I can't wait for it. I mean, it never, it, never I'll happened. Say, I'll even say at the end of Apocalypse, I think it was. You yeah. see them all in their respective uh, suits, and it looked ninety suits only to give us the next movie and abolish all of it, Please. and not even not even say why they're not in those suits anymore. At least they were in colorful suits; they weren't in all black leather. Or fair, black. fair, still horrible. Oh, it was. <laughs> they were playing boring because they well, they got the same dumb ass director who did the last Phoenix Abomination <laughs> to do this shit. Yeah. This is why when it all like. All encompassing under under this entire umbrella of not only accuracy, uh, but you know the way characters look, behave, uh, the interact with other characters, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And you've got writers either trying to be way too more too important than they should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got producers overstepping. You've got directors with way too many visions of how things should be. Yep. There needs to be either Hi- one person. Signers. With outsiders, anybody. I mean, there's myriad names you could throw out there with who really should have had this solution that I'm about to propose. Either one person or preferably a group of people who could go to board meetings or on set uh, in order to falcon punch people who (laughs) overstep their boundaries. And just like, no, you're not allowed to do that. Boom, like just falcon punch. Just. (laughs) Like I just, I imagine uh, them paging Pete and him laying <laughs> through the roof. And he's just like, "Sorry, I'm late." Bam! I would do it. I would absolutely do it. Like, <laughs> I'm volunteering to do this for very little compensation. You know that that Marvel has a design committee that works on all of the products projects, and it's been the same artist for maybe almost yeah. ten years. Yeah, mm, I didn't yep. know that. Marvel? Yeah. Uh, he's on. Uh, I follow him on on Instagram. I can't remember his name to save my life, but he, he was on uh, the, the one of the guys. Excuse me, one of the artists in the in the uh, in the design committee. That's awesome. So Batman, yeah. uh, I, would Batman to, yeah. I would love to have a voice in any type of costume design meeting. Just to see, I just want to see the process because I know creating has to be a bitch, but just like the concept art of it like i want to be there and say that works that works that definitely does not work throw that away well, like how, that. Do, how do we get ourselves in these focus groups but right see, i want to be yeah. Joel, yeah. i want to be a part of it mainly because i want to see the one guy that comes in with the accurate look and then the one guy that supersedes him that goes yeah, it's terrible no no yeah it's like and then you call movies. me 
Ryan Lane Kobe. Punch him out. Because you know, you know punch that. Punch out Pete. I, I like that. Believe, I find it hard to believe that after first class, right, there wasn't someone that was just like, all right, well, let's make them look more like, you know, more like a team. Let's get them I'll, up better. I'll tell you what happened. After first class, didn't they go back to Brian Singer? Shit, they did. No, no. They did. They did. They did. He, did. he did Days of Future Past. He did. He did. Yeah, he that was actually Singer. good. I enjoyed that one. Well, the movies are good. I mean, Brian Singer wasn't a bad director, but he didn't like the comic book look. Right. He didn't like comic books. Right. He, he didn't want to come no, on set. He wasn't a bad director. He was just a pedophile. <laughs> he wasn't. But anyways. Um, and that's why he makes people just bad human beings. But, uh, you know, all right. So, so we're going terrible to person. Boxing. I didn't say that. <laughs> we're going, you know, we're playing off of this. But when we saw, um, you know, Charlie Cox in our first season of Daredevil. Ah, wow. You didn't like the black costume? I know the black costume. I love the black, the black suit. I didn't like his Daredevil. The red costume. costume. <laughs> right. Um, right. Dude, that I mean, I love that black costume. The black no, no, speaking no, no. of Halloween I costumes, I like the black costume. Awesome. I didn't like his actual daredevil uh, costume. costume. Right. Yeah. But the black was. I loved it. The black suit. That's why they brought it back in the third season. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. They were just but, like, hey, we made a mistake. Let's put it on the bad guy. <laughs> I kind of like. I don't know. I kind of liked his red suit. But again, yes, I'm not a comic not, book reader, so I I'm not married. I'm not married to like an accurate oh, okay. look or anything like that. To me. I was just like, oh, I kind of like it. It looks tactical. And, you know, Daredevil needs better. to be tactical. It could be tactical and look better. I don't see I it. Well, you know, in 2015, Netflix wasn't the giant that it is today. <sighs> so, you know. More so, they were more so enough of a giant to, I, I don't know, just make it look a little better than what they were. They were the only I mean, ones be- doing that shit then. Yeah. To be fair, I mean, none of really the Defender series had any sort of accurate, yeah. you oh, know, avoided or anything no, like that. No, time out. That's not true. Jessica Jones, that's yes, sir. Exactly how she looks in the comics, Punisher, yeah. that's exactly Luke how he looks. looks like that. Punisher. Punisher. But exactly they're wearing street clothes. Iron Fist that's and not Daredevil. fucking hard. Iron Fist and Daredevil that they messed up. That Daredevil was, came close. Iron Fist was, Iron Fist suffered because Ike Perlmutter just had one umbrella budget and all yeah. the others used it. And then he was like, all right, whatever's yeah. left. And it was like $30,000. But, but time out. Here's what pisses me off about Ike. Ike did the same thing we just said, what's his name did in the first X-Men with making the spandex joke. There's a flashback of Iron Fist in the Iron Fist costume oh, only to give me the present. Day. Oh, almost. Essentially the the... The mask kind of looked looked at right, exactly. Right. Uh, only to bring me back in present day, and he's in street clothes, and it's mm-hmm. just like I don't get it. And I think he had a green jumpsuit at one point. There was a, there was all sorts of problems with Iron Fist. Yeah. My biggest you know issue Iron was too, the guy's right? not a fucking trained martial artist and couldn't kick above that the damn weights. It was right. so yeah. bad. It got a little better in season right. two because the mm-hmm. showrunner was different. Mm-hmm. Mostly, it relied on. Um, Oh my God! Who is the girl? Jessica Jones. Oh no! Um, Colleen. Uh, the, 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 Colleen. Colleen. Um, yeah. Yes. Colleen. Yeah. The British Jessica girl. something. Henry. Henley. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm saying that the second season, like, and the martial arts in Iron Fist relied heavily on her because she yeah. was really good she at it. You know, Finn Jones was her. like, <laughs> you know, he didn't know what he was doing. While I'm on the subject, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Joanne. No, no. Go ahead, Pete. Just uh, this is just me bitching about this. Like, you you got the bad guy. First of all, 
you you sort of race swapped him to be half Indian, and Lee Kung yeah. is is clearly just full full ass Asian. Uh, but even if you were gonna race swap him, he's sure. Finn Jones was like six two, and this dude, I'm five foot six. I'm a black belt of twenty years, but I know I don't look imposing. I, I'm not frightening anybody until maybe I kick you in the head. But yeah. this, like, you don't get to stare up at the at the good guy and yeah. think that you're the bad guy. It oh, does see, not I kinda, work. I kind of liked him in Iron Fist. Maybe I just really disliked good. anyone else other than Finn <laughs> Jones in that. But I, I didn't discredit the guy. He, he's he's a great. He was a great martial artist. He's a great actor. I was not the least bit scared of him being uh, Davos and like yeah. da- right. I'm sorry, I, I, I misspoke before. He's not Lee Kung. He's Lee Kung's son. Uh, Davos is less, like he was supposed to be this jacked up guy, yeah. and here you've got this little. Mm, mm. I will say one last thing. By the way, we were talking about uh, Finn Jones not being able to throw a punch. You in the actual yeah, defenders, right? And they're making the biggest deal over uh, Danny Rand, the martial arts specialist, the this, the that, oh, you got to be, you know, intimidated by him. This is a big deal, blah, blah, blah. And when he fights against Daredevil, it's like Daredevil's kicking his ass. And I'm like, where in the world is Danny Rand the, like, master martial artist? It's clearly yeah. Matt Murdock. <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can I say I fell in love with Simone Missick? Oh, oh yes. she was amazing. So did I. <laughs> God. Did anyone Lord. else did anyone else feel some sort of like chemistry between her and uh Tom Pelfrey's Ward Meacham at one point, like in the second Iron Fist? I was like, I thought they were oh, going yeah. in that direction with Misty. Oh, really? They were they in were the comic they books. Were doing hard, hard she's eyes. supposed to hook up with Iron Fist, so man. Mm-hmm. Right. She was <laughs> So Her this all falls under the Sim- umbrella of Simone accuracy. and Finn Jones. No. <laughs> no, they, they didn't have chemistry. They did not have chemistry together at all. Finn Jones really and Simone Missick. Yeah, they did. Yeah, no, they didn't really try. Well, to be honest, his best chemistry was with Colleen, and then any yeah. episode he right. was with Luke. His Hayes. best chemistry was with the dude in Game of Thrones. Period. Done. Never let him in any other show ever again. Rose Knight. You know what? You know what? He wasn't no, that really. bad in Game of Thrones. No, he's he fine. Because he barely <laughs> spoke. Let me say this. I think Finn Jones was his best self as Iron Fist when being directed by our boy Cheo. He was really that, good in Luke Cage season two. He was it was shocking. Episode of, of Luke Cage where he's yes. Luke out for that episode. He was really good. But it goes, goes to what I tell you guys. It yes. goes to what I tell you guys. Not everybody is meant to be a lead. Some people need other people. Absolutely right. And there's nothing wrong with that. We watched a whole series that I won't get into that clearly needed a Chris Evans. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one last thing. One, yeah, ahead, one last thing on that. That's where in like Iron Fist season two, right at the end, when Colleen got uh, the dragon and people were wondering, oh, is you know, Finn Jones essentially being written out and she's going to be the lead. I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> because yeah, that, she really, that, that, that gave me, that. that gave me <laughs> the shivers because it reminded me, um, well, it prepared me for when Flash did the, 
we are the Flash and Iris <laughs> had the powers of the Flash for an episode. Yeah. It's just like not everybody has to have powers. They gave they made everybody a fucking speedster on that show. That's what I'm saying. I was just like, bro. That's why I stopped watching the Flash. Like some people can just be really good at typing. It, it, no, <laughs> I, I only say it, it's because it's like with Iron Fist, I know it's like at this point, it's like said and done and everything. It's just that they need to, even though I thought season two was an improvement, it's like they needed to have done something if they were, say, going to continue it. And it's like, I just don't think that could have rested on Finn Jones's shoulder. They, so either I'll, recast him or get plan for yeah. season three. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. But was it going to focus more on one Meacham? Was that that's all? <laughs> no, definitely, no, definitely not. <laughs> but Joel is right because we got extremely hyped for what season. Oh, I bought, I bought the series be. after that. I was like, oh, yeah. I got to read this. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. Because I know what was coming. Yeah. The what was happening? coming. Explain it. What was, Let me... It's been years. Wait, so Joel, hold on. No Joel, spoilers JD, now. JD wants you to explain it. What, what yeah. they were going to do. Did you watch this in uh, well, of course, I, unfortunately, I watched it. But I would have like, I would have preferred Ryan Phillippe, uh, a trained martial artist. Well, wasn't he, Is he really? He yeah. was in the running. He, he was, was in the running. running. Right? He wanted the role. He wanted the role, but they went. Uh, they went a different route. They went a fresh face. That he ended up getting behind shooting. the ears. Yeah. Cheaper, probably, because <laughs> they're cheap as fuck. Scott well, Buck also he, did Inhumans. Yeah. I was just going to say, we saw how cheap that guy could be. Because uh-huh. in Humans was a dumpster fire. Oh, I don't God. shit on anything. So what was season three? Please, season I three hear was going to be about the, 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 the tournament for the seven, the heaven, whatever. The seven oh, cities oh, of heaven. Right. Yeah, seven cities of heaven. And so they were going to introduce Orson. The ones, they were going to bring back the ones from the first season? The Spider Lady and... Mm-hmm. and- Possibly. Because I think the Spider Lady was in season two, too, wasn't she? No, no, maybe I she thought was she was season, season one. Because the old lady was season one. He was season right, one. Right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they were going to bring, I, I, they possibly were. But that was, that's where they were headed. Because they were going to introduce, um, because they, at the end, you saw him with the two guns glowing. Orson, Obviously, right. That's the, not his oh, thing. So that's Orson's thing, right. So they were going to introduce that character and they were going to, they're going to do the tournament. And unfortunately, you know, here we are. That was a great series, man. That was, that was so good. Yeah. Matt Faction. Yes. yes. Yeah. But wait, it wasn't totally Matt Fraction. Like it was the series was outlined for Matt Fraction to write. And I forget by who, but I kind of want to say Brubaker. I'm oh, not I think it sure. Is I have it right here because I still haven't read it because I'm still disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that series. Yeah, it's it was, Brubaker, it was very, yeah, Brubaker no. Faction. No, I can't receive mm-hmm. it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I thought I remember that being uh-huh. Brubaker. Where they were going was very interesting in, in, you know, like, like we were saying with does, you know, accuracy and stuff matter. You blending a character that Danny Rand wasn't, but no one really knows about is, is, you know, a whatever. Cool. Okay. Weird. Um, you know, it is weird, but clearly you were running out of ideas for Danny. Rand, so. my, my problem with what the, they just. They did Danny so dirty that people yeah. talk shit about Iron Fist like he's not a cool character, and he is a cool character. Thank you. It's bullshit. Right. It's the same way. It's the same way with Inhumans. Inhumans yes. is not what you saw from that show. No. Yeah, not even oh. remotely. Inhumans had one goddamn good scene. The <laughs> only one. Fast forward right to the end of the last episode. Goodbye. <laughs> That's it. That's all you needed. There. Waiting for this son of a bitch to talk. The whole I, 
I like barely like paid attention to that freaking show. I mean, I, I didn't wanted watch it to all. like. I, I watched like, it in He's my guy. Like, I, I'm going to be completely honest with you, JD. Once they cut her hair, I said, "Oh, oh, okay, I'm gone." I, I, because they didn't have the CG budget to pull that off. Like, how do you? But do I'm that? like, once you, did, once you did that, I did not need to be a part of anything else <laughs> going forward. It was only going to get dumber. Once you cut the hair of the person whose hair is her weapon, what else do I need to be here for? And then yeah. it never, it never grows back. Yeah. Like, I thought we'd have this, like, triumphant, like, moment towards the end where it suddenly, like, whips out and grows or something. And it's like, oh, now you you fucked up now. It's it's back. And it you know, never you know, came you know, back. Wait, go, go, ahead, go ahead. No, no, I, I think I know where you're going with it. If you're not, then I'll, then I'll go after No, no, just go. Go, go ahead. It reminded me of when they they they, they, they muzzled fucking Deadpool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good yeah. analogy. Yeah. Because it's like at that point, it's just like you're the whole purpose of the character is that he's he's always talking. So when you muzzle that, it's like, well, you do know I don't need the character anymore, right? Like, <laughs> what were you doing now? What is it? It <laughs> took away everything. Right. Was, that like, wasn't Deadpool. Whatever that was was some type of monster. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's why I want to be in the rooms. I want to sit next to whoever said, you know, it'd be a great idea bad, if Wade doesn't talk, but he can utilize the powers of everybody else. But I want him to look like Baraka without the mask. How did he bend his arms? How did he do this? <laughs> but wait, here's the crazy part that I always tell people: his Wade Wilson was so Deadpool that I said, wait a minute, how did you not just finish it? How did you not put the mask on and finish it? He was wait, he was Deadpool yeah. right up until they did the experiment. He was always the perfect Deadpool. They just never wanted it. They, they went the opposite direction. So weird. I, I love how he just shot him. Yes. Yes, oh, <laughs> yes 100%. It was just like, all right, you got to go. This is just... God, those yeah. I remember being in the theaters and seeing like, what were they... Tana's coming out of this thing and I was just like <laughs> just like Pete said I was like wait where'd they come where's from? that coming from <laughs> <laughs> that adamantium because you can't bend that shit no, they were clearly not sections bend. of blade like it was just a solid blade coming out of his yeah, fucking form. solid blade coming right out then he had Cyclops's powers where he's shooting the, the eye beams you can teleport like yeah uh, like, and then he had like the weird like drawn on like things yeah. onto his body where it's like you know that that looks like it was done with sharpie right yeah <laughs> i'm not the only one. i like how we messed up pete so much he was frozen for like two seconds <laughs> like that yeah i just i don't even know what i look like i can't wait to see you like watch this. this video again but <laughs> god damn it <laughs> you're like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're doing the John Cena. <laughs> it was right visible. It was crazy. That's that's definitely what that was. But no, so to me, uh, um, accuracy is so important because to me, like I said, it is one of the defining arcs of a character. You know, a movie could be bad, but an accurate arc could sell it. It really could. I mean, everyone who uh, everyone who loves Batman Begins, right? Everyone loves the rise of of um, Bruce becoming Batman. You know what no one ever talks about? How inaccurate the leak of shadows is. <laughs> like, yeah. How, how yeah. it never feels like what it's supposed name. to be. Right. Henry Ducard is inexplicably fucking Ra's al Ghul. And right. it's Ra's al Ghul. Right. Fuck that right. Ra's shit. It's Ra's. It is Ra's. Respectively, it's, it it's Ra's. So to me, it, it speaks to how when you can do something accurate, 
it kind of can block out everything else around it because someone can just focus on the good of it. Excuse me, but it's when you totally botch everything that it's just like, dude, you couldn't get one thing right? Just <laughs> one. You only had one job. Get yeah. one of those things right. <laughs> and they managed to just walk in that room and just muddy everything up. And it's, it's like, like a bad know. episode of The Price is Right. Like, gentlemen, do I have at least one aspect right? No. no you don't. <laughs> right? Go home. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. You got nothing. So to um, me, that's... Oh, go ahead, Tio. No, I was just going to say, like, again, I think it all just depends on, like, as you were saying, are there touches of accuracy? Is it written correctly? Is it acted correctly? Is it directed correctly? Because we have seen time and time again that there are movies and shows that it's like, okay, they're not 100% accurate, but they're still done well. So you oversee that, uh, you know, you overlook that a lot more, but it's like when things aren't comic book accurate and they're just bad, then it's like, wow, you couldn't get anything right. I'll even say this. A lot of people hated the design of Bane, right? From the Dark Knight Rises, right? What you can't argue is the trajectory of what Nolan said. What people forget is once that movie released, that's the only Bane we've seen since. Like in cartoons, that's what Bane looks like. Like that's how Bane sounds. It, that bothers me. They, can they, they take it for uh, Harley, uh, what's it? Yeah, the Harley Quinn show. Yeah. He sounds like that instead of what he should sound like. That's <laughs> right. I think though that's a little bit of like uh satire though. It is. Like, it's show, yeah. Yeah. But it's a, it's sure. a nod to the silly voice. Right, exactly. Yeah. And, I mean, I Why I'll even... sound like Darth Vader and Sean Connery had a kid. I don't know, but <laughs> I mean, like speaking of of how important accuracy is, me and Joel talk about this all the time. Where and let me just preface this by saying Christopher Nolan did not want to make Dark Knight Rises. That is well documented. He has said that numerous times. And it's clear when you watch it how adamant he is on retiring Bruce Wayne's Batman. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> like, I, 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 don't, I don't understand that. And then you see where he went with, with, uh, with Blake, turning him into his legal name was Robin. Robin. And it's just like... Robin John Blake? Oh my God! Does Nolan not get it? Like, like, but if you if you want nothing to do with it, then why the hell did you kill George Miller's Justice League? You should have just let it go, man. Fair, fair. I, no argument uh, here. No argument. But the thing was, because Nolan, I think Nolan was saying, and I'm paraphrasing here. Nolan was saying he very much wanted the Joker's story to continue, and when he passed, he lost kind of like his inspiration of doing anything else with Batman. He wanted to kind of leave it there. And when the studio was just like, no, 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 no. You are going to make another Batman movie. I think he literally walked in a writer's room and said, guys, don't even try. Are you yeah. serious? Yeah, don't even try. Oh, they tried. They tried well enough. <laughs> don't even try. Don't even try. We're going to have a fight in the middle of the street with I mean, Batman and police officers. That Batman was retired <laughs> after, what, two years in service, I think? <laughs> yeah, Joe, he wasn't even Batman long. He was just like, right. I'm cool for this shit. Like, Wait, yeah. what? He was all fucked up in two years. He was done. <laughs> Realistic. And then I'll always say what bothers me the most out of that movie, even more than the name reveal, is the fact that Bruce is just like, all right, I'm going to leave the mantle to this kid. I'm not going to train him. I'm not going to fight. Not gonna He's show obviously him how to smart enough to figure my identity. He can figure out right. 
<laughs> right. right. He's like, he'll figure everything else out. You know, if the city burns again. Who cares? I'm off in Venice somewhere with Alfred. And it was France. Like, he was, it, he was there with Selena. Yeah, it was with Selena. You, first of all, Lynette, I must, I must be the only heard. person who like, I must be the only person who liked Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> no, I, I, the only. I didn't hate the Dark Knight Rises. It's yeah, just, I didn't it, hate it it's the same thing for me. It's just, that's not Batman. Him running away to retire and be in love and leaving the mantle of Batman behind. Loved it. I don't it's not know Batman. what that is. I don't, I don't know what that, that's not Batman. No, the problem with that movie is that it was an ending. It was literally an ending to the Batman character. The problem, it was an end. One of the problems was he healed his own back. Huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, and then he climbed uh, out that hole. <laughs> wait, and JD, okay. hold on. They also didn't do a good enough uh, job showing how much time had passed. So it literally right. looks like over the course of a few days, he recovers yeah, his wow. back, climbs <laughs> the wall, and then takes a taxi from wherever that pit is to Gotham. Bro, not only climbs what? the wall. There's Leaves. definitely plot holes, yeah. Leaves. <laughs> Leaves. Yeah. I don't even. My back gets fucked up. I barely <laughs> step out of the fucking bed. I gotta roll out of there like a. Like a yes. It wasn't okay. some mystical hole where they had special <laughs> medicine back. So I don't know what the the six months, the two years, the seven years that the city was uh, uh, captured by Vane, whatever. Um, nobody found the helicopter or whatever the the bat. The bat. <clears throat> oh, shit, what's it called? Nope. Oh, Come on, man. That, no. and, and also, I, I mean, again, someone mm -hmm. correct me if I'm wrong here. I don't remember them explaining how the fuck Bane knew exactly where the Batcave was in order to put the, the bombs to lower all of Batman's gear and shit. Right. How'd you find it? Right. That's because what he he's, was, he's was, Bane. That's what he Bane. had to die, right? Those were the. Oh, yes. Cool. yes. <laughs> now, you know, that took a, that took oh, a big pull from the, the Cataclysm. Batman storyline, and I don't know if you guys remember yeah. the Cataclysm storyline, but one of the best things that came out of that was the the Mad Max Batman universe. Oh. So that's when um, um, Gotham City became DMZ. The, 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 oh, the, the earthquake. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. dope. No Man's Land. Yes, no Man's no Land. Man's Land. Yep. And everybody had the little gangs and stuff yep. like that. That's that would have been from. dope. That, that was a that's great that's fucking they, series. Somewhat adapted that. Great you know? series, bro. That yeah. would have been good for for the Dark Knight Rises. That's how Gotham ends, too. By the way, guys, if you guys never made it to the end of Gotham, yeah, oh yeah, I never did. Really, is that how it ends? Yeah, it does the same thing as the, it's Actually, the Dark Knight Rises version. Yeah. I was just about to say it mixes No Man's Land with Dark Knight Rises, literally. Yeah. But yeah. He, here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. Before we move on, remember how we just said Bane breaks Batman's back, right? Yeah. Okay. yeah. How's oh it no. For you. Bane breaks Commissioner Gordon. No, Bane breaks Alfred's back. <laughs> Wait, time out, time out. No tech suit, just a regular three-piece suit, and he breaks oh. his back. And he and and Bane is a white guy. And Bane is a white guy. Again. Again. And Bane has the mat. Bane has the, it's like a um what is the thing they put on you so you can breathe in like a hospital or whatever? Yeah, yeah. like an yeah. oxygen mask or some shit. Yeah, it's like an he oxygen, has an mask. oxygen mask on his face. Yeah, it's weird. Oh, I've seen that design. Terrible. That was horrific yeah. looking. They usually wow. have I designs that was bad. Yeah, I, I could have gone my whole Gotham. life without knowing any of this. I'm sorry. I didn't watch Gotham, no, but I remember them teasing, and I was like, that looks horrific. Gotham? And I. 
I never watched Gotham before, and I'm just saying, like, that just I saw the design, I was like, that's horrific. And this comes from someone again, I don't, I haven't read the comics, you know, I'm not that familiar with comic book accuracy or anything like that, but it's like, I saw that, I'm like, just from a visual design, screw the freaking comic book accuracy, which I know is like not the point, but it's like, just push that aside. How did that design get approved? I mean, Pete, I I'm going to honestly tell you the same thing I told AJ, who said the <sighs> same thing you said. I can go a lifetime without ever having to hear that. I had to watch it. So everybody <laughs> who's not seen it will hear about it, so they have to have it in their minds also. I understand that logic. I, I totally do. Like, everybody, I, I've done that to people, so I'm okay and, with it. Me and Jawan were so excited for that final season because I liked where it was going. Aside from all the Bruce Wayne little kid shit, I don't understand why he was even there. But the villains themselves are actually pretty cool when they would come in. And now they even, the last season, I think, even did the ventriloquist, who was like one of my favorite villains. Mm-hmm. Um, he's cool. Which I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. And they did, they did, uh, they did service to certain characters pretty good. But yeah, once they got to that final season, I was so disappointed because I'm like, man, they just ended with a bang, and they 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 did, did um Joker pretty good, right? Joker like, pretty good. Had, yeah, that, that kid was, was Jerome, yeah. <laughs> dude from uh, Shameless. Yeah, he was they wouldn't great. call him Joker the whole fucking show though. They yeah. could call him. Joker. They couldn't call him Joker. Right, right. Yeah, which was it was weird, but he he was good. He was good. Which was very infuriating. It was just it like, was. you know we know he's Joker, right? Like, yeah. Oh, but like that ends weird too because he gets off. By the time he's actually the Joker in the show without calling him the Joker, it kind of got the acid. It literally looked like he burnt his face and his hair was like really thin. It was really weird. Oh, yeah. He looked like the like Tales from the Crypt guy. Yeah, he kind of looked like off. The... off yeah. yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. And actually in that season two, they also work a little bit of what's that comic, Joel? That uh, they base that Joker standalone movie off of, Killing Joke. Mm-hmm. Um, you get a little bit of that where he, Batman's there, he falls into the acid, and it's just like, yeah. you're doing so much. Like everyone criticized right. Zach for putting so much in BVS, but they Probably have no everything. idea how many arcs they put in that one final season of Gotham. Millions, Gotham millions of different arcs. Frustrating. Um, all right, I want us to get to this last thing um, because I want to bring this up purely to yell at Joel. And Joel did nothing wrong, but I want to just do this. So here's what I'm yelling at Joel about it is being rumored that the primary villain in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is Shuma uh, Gorath. Right? Yeah, what's up with that? What's wrong with that? Okay, what's wrong with that? <laughs> Who did you tell me I could possibly see in in uh, Multiverse of Madness, Joel? Mephisto. Oh yeah, yeah. Now it's out the window, right? Yeah, right. Shuma now, Gorath I is way cooler. <laughs> am I being validated now? For Wait, who Wanda did you want to see? Who did you want to see? No, 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 no. I didn't want to see him in Doctor Strange too. Everyone kept saying it's a possibility he could be one of the villains in Doctor Strange. Oh, sorry, oh, who was the who was the character? Oh, Mephisto. Mephisto. Oh, Mephisto. Mephisto. Okay. You, you got to get off this Mephisto train. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Time out. Let me say this. Tia, you know what? The other day I did. Joel, what did I tell you when we did uh, Much Ado About Nothing Monday? What when you it? watched that new teaser that they put out for Loki, the well, three time lizards, yeah, yeah, yeah. their whole arc is stopping Mephisto from sucking away all of Wanda's powers. That's one of their bigger arcs. 
I just the like time masters themselves, but they're not the focus of the show, so you gotta right. don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah, drop them in fish, though, baby. Mm-hmm. Let you them got go. temper expectations. Let them go. That's how I you get through life. Chance, like, but if you're gonna give him Shimogorath, fuck Wait, that. Let's go. You see, what are you, you, you saying, that, Jenny? You see that purple octopus thing? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yes. with the one eye. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that kind of like too stupid? Isn't that kind of is that the kind of the same like villain that's going to be in the Suicide Squad? They don't necessarily no. do the same thing, but the look. They yes. still have they have one eye. That's the only thing they have in common in multiple tentacles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's They're giant, you know, multiple multiple tentacles with one eye, but that's okay. it. Yeah. One's a starfish, one's an octopus. They're two different animals. <laughs> They're two different <laughs> creatures, guys. Um, no, so my question is... Um, are you guys excited about the idea of uh, half Wanda, half uh, go- was it Goru? Shumagorov. Shumagorov. You never played Marvel vs. Capcom? Yeah, come on. I, I don't remember the game. I'm still angry it's not Mephisto. What do you want from me? Anyway, uh, <laughs> how excited are you guys for the idea of these two essential villains? And remember, they keep mentioning Baron Mordo is in this movie, but won't announce him as one of the villains. So I'm very confused about that. He's in the uh, <laughs> but what are you guys' thoughts, JD? I'll start with you because I love the look you have of just like, what the yeah, fuck? I'm, uh, <laughs> I, I thought Wanda was going to be, you know, a, a sidekick or going to, uh, to uh, Strange for training. I don't know if she was going to be a villain. I don't know if we're going that route. Um, Wanda was a villain a couple times in 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 comic books, so I mean I'm okay with that. But um, I, I'm still confused with the Shumagorath. You got so many other good villains you could pull from for Doctor Strange, and you're going with with that. You can't even make a proper toy out of. Him. What's it going to be? The Builder figure in that line? Yeah, you know this one, one tentacle, two the tentacles, eye, three tentacles. Right. Just keep tentacle. going. Come on. That, that is uh, true. So let me ask you this, JD, before I, before I pass it on. Who would you have liked to have seen as uh, sharing that villain role with Wanda? There's Umar. There's Umar that, that's trying to get a... Is it Umar? Yeah, the female Umar who tries to get the... Uh, who's trying to take over the, the dark dimension from uh, Dormammu. Um, you know, and how many how many lead villains do we have as a female in the MCU? Is it just Agatha, so, or is it anybody else? It's Agatha. it's happening a lot more now than it than it has over the last what 13, 14 years. Yeah, that's true. Um, we're getting it more now. So Agatha in the Marvel in the Marvels, it'll be a female villain. That's right. uh, I guess you could have said that Ghost was at least an antagonist for someone most of Ant-Man and the Wasp. She was the full-out yeah. villain, so she was, you know, she had her Darth Vader moment. Right. Um, also, we're, we're getting or, female villain for uh, uh, the Marvels. Yeah, she just said that. Yeah, I said that. I said the Marvels, yeah. Secret Invasion might have a female villain, too. Yes, yeah, Neb- Nebula was kind of a villain until she wasn't she was a villain. was for a while, yeah. Yeah, in so, Guardians of the Galaxy 1. Yep. Same as Ghost was a villain until she wasn't. Right, exactly. Right, uh, right, right there. You know how they like uh-huh. to redeem them over there. Oh yeah. But uh, Nebula was, was better than Ghost. Just saying. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah, more time. Yeah. No, I mean you don't need to redeem everybody, but you know Doctor Strange. Uh, um, 
Shimagorath. I, I really don't know who the fuck he is. Well, now you get to experience and learn him. It's new. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Is. <laughs> awesome. I played with Shimagorath as a kid, man. It's awesome. <laughs> I, I'm I'm familiar with the character. It it was just the it's the same question mark I always have when Marvel makes the decisions on who the villains are going to be. It's just why did you? Right. I mean, I'm still racking my head over why uh, Casilis was the villain for Doctor Strange One. Yeah. I don't know who that was. Right. I, I got yeah. like, and he's <laughs> coming back apparently. Not Casilis. No. No. Uh, Mordo. No, Mordo. 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 Oh, I thought, no, I, I think I saw a rumor. I yeah. saw a rumor that said that Mads Mikkelsen may come back for Doctor Strange too. And I'm oh, sorry, geez. Mads Mikkelsen should have been Doctor Doom. He yeah. should have. He probably could. I agree, could have. I agree with that. For sure. I can't wait till they, I mean, they cast Doctor Doom. We'll all forget that he was in Doctor Strange, and we'll just go with Doctor Doom. It's fine. I want to wait for the Doctor Doom origin story where he doesn't have a mask or is disfigured. It's just a college student. I'm just saying <laughs> that they're doing it with. Gemma Chan, you know, who played uh, right. Minerva in Captain yeah. Marvel and is now going to be but only difference is, yeah, only difference is if you poll all of America, not even just 50%, no one knows that she was in that movie, let alone she's going to be in another one. Yeah. But you she was a makeup. is too big. Like, that's somebody that everyone will clearly have definitely yeah. seen him before. Unless they never show his face in Doctor then you can get them. Like, oh, they shit. <laughs> they definitely will. <laughs> um, Pete, what, what are your thoughts on this villain for Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness? Okay, I didn't actually hear this. Uh, I did see a brief thing uh, while browsing around YouTube channels and people were talking about Shumagorath's first appearance, which kind of gave me a little hint. But <laughs> this is the first I'm hearing of this officially. And I'm a little torn. One, I really like Shumagorath. I'm Ooh. a huge Lovecraft fan, so okay. Gorath is just right up my alley as far as Doctor Strange <laughs> villains go. Like he's awesome to me, and I, I love playing as him in Marvel versus Capcom. So like I, I'm with it, but at the same time, and I'm I'm going to be a little bit of myself here. Uh, Mar, it's like the executives at Marvel, and I'm including Kevin Feige in this, have like and. Since we do have a female presentee, I'm sorry about this analogy, but it's like they have one fucking Viagra pill left and they don't want to use it until it absolutely is necessary. Why the fuck are they waiting for Mephisto? Just fucking do it. You set it up, do it. You should have did it in WandaVision. You're not going to do it in Doctor Strange 2. How the fuck long do you think this goddamn comic book bullshit is going to fucking last? Do the goddamn shit already. Do it now before it's fucking too late and you can't do it or you do it on a shoestring budget and it fucking sucks. It's like, they, like right they have a fucking hot girl and they want to take the Viagra, but then somebody's like, oh, well, maybe there'll be a hotter one next weekend. Let's not take it. Take the fucking pill with the fucking villain in the goddamn movie. There you go. And this is why when we were talking all of WandaVision, Pete understood me every single week. You just, you, it's right there. It's just that, like, think about this. And it's, it's not even something hard to wrap around. Wanda, your bad guy, right? We find out she's your bad guy because she's being manipulated by Mephisto. Your big battle is Wanda and Strange versus Mephisto. He dies. We never see him again. We never hear of him again. I die happy. 
I would fucking accept that even Mephisto, who should be the main villain, wants Wanda's power to summon Shumagorath because he's like an elder god. I'm good. Once again, fucking hire me to write this goddamn shit. But you don't know that maybe that's you don't know that they're not setting right. up for that. But they got they got a whole some things to the chest. I, say this, yeah. I, agree I agree with you. you. I do. You and Joel, I love the optimism, right? Thank you. <laughs> it's yes. not exactly. Optimism. It's fucking patience. But time out. It's exactly you gotta get there. What you guys kept telling me throughout the season of Wandavision. You don't know, Joanne. We're not on the last episode yet. We got there. <laughs> Nothing. I am now of the mindset it just won't happen. Yeah. Thank good. So I'm when it happens, you. they'll be happy and shocked. But it's never going to fucking happen. Won't it's going to be well, like... No, keep that energy so when it does happen, you'll be happy. Of course, shit. You know what? It's you never going to fucking happen. I like your guys' optimism. Juwan's absolutely <laughs> right. And I wish I had that, but I just don't. It's I like don't. the fucking arrow experiment where you, you half the distance to the target, but you keep having that distance and the arrow never actually reaches the target. And if y'all don't know that experiment, Google the motherfucker. <laughs> Google me, bitch. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's right. Google me. You guys killed my, my, the fun that I was having with spoilers because you were just, not spoilers, uh, uh, theories. Because it was just like, oh, well, fuck. These guys got a point. They're adamant about it. It must be true. And then when it didn't come through, I was like, fuck them both. Fuck them both. <laughs> <laughs> In uh, that, in honesty, and and that's all it is, and that's 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 what me and Pete were, were kept trying to say. Mephisto, it's not like Mephisto is one of those characters that were like, "Yo, we need him so bad." It was just that the story was based off of the Mephisto arc, and it's, the ending so set him right up. I get, exactly. That's yeah. why I don't think it's over yet. I don't, it, we just don't know the whole story. Nah, Marvel's just, at the end they, of the day, they, there's they're no just Mephisto. holding the shit. They're I'll be mad too. It. I you know what? You know what, Joel? Over. You know what? You know why I'll hold on to what you and T are selling? Because it when Iron Man 3 came out, I did say we will never see Mandarin. It was very clear to me that they did that, and it was always meant for them never to use that character. And then only for me to find out they killed Stark. So it's like, well, they damn sure aren't gonna use Mandarin now. <laughs> like Iron Man's gone. Now but if they don't fucking call him that, I'm gonna be really annoyed. But look, I, look, I, we're I gonna eventually get ghostwriter too, too, right? Yeah, eventually. But well, that's eventually tied up in that too. There's it always took, gonna, it took us ten years to get to a big battle with Thanos. Right. You know, like right. at least me building I up. knew that was coming. Was right. no I knew that was coming. And there's you knew also, that five movies into the MCU. And there's you a supernatural five... team coming, right? They need a bad. They need Wait, a big say it again, bad. Say it again. They have a supernatural team coming, like at some point, right? They're yeah. gonna need the big bad. Mephisto's one of the better ones to use. Can't well, use them all up and once. Well, if Doctor Strange keeps going the route that it's going, it seems so Dormammu might be the, the villain. Those. Well, we could use the real Dormammu. That fucking one head is not gonna do it. Mar- don't, Mar- don't, Marvel is. Yeah, Joe. Uh, Jay, don't I'm sorry. Keep on on Chutel a dwarf for Don't uh, as the villain is Baron Mordo, man. Yes. Come yes. On. Who I knows for saying that guy's name right? Like I said, I'm just really curious. I'm really curious on where he fits in in this movie because it's like you keep hearing more of villains. And He's Mephisto. Like, it's not him. <laughs> <laughs> he was always oh, Mephisto. 
And you know what was funny, Pete? It was funny. Everyone who keeps telling me, like, oh, it, like, it doesn't matter. Like, just wait. All these people were so invested. The weeks I was building up in WandaVision. Oh, let me look up, see who this is. They were with me. And then they all turned on me, Pete, when he didn't show up in the finale. Everyone was just like, oh, well, who cares? I was, I cared. I had I was with here. you to the end. I was with you to the end. I'm still with you. I don't He's with you till the end of the line, buddy. <laughs> He's your bucky. <laughs> I was with you, buddy. Um, no, but um, Tia, what, what are your thoughts on this uh, on this villain for Doctor Strange too? Um, I'm looking forward to Stephen Strange having to bargain with him. Come on, bargain. He eats. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, as, so, as someone who <laughs> I hated him so much, I, swear I did. That was a trick. Can I tell you trick. though? Oh, my I goodness. think I've said this story before, right? So I'm sorry for repeating myself, but um, my boyfriend and I went to go see Doctor Strange in the theaters, right? And we maybe it was just our mood that night, or you know, whatever. We both walked out of that not liking that movie. You know, just like, wow, that's one of the, you know, worst MCUs, you know, really lackluster, blah, blah. And then we saw Infinity War. We're like, oh, wow, this character is like really good. And then we go back and watch Doctor Strange and we're like laughing the whole time. We're into it. We're like, what the hell is wrong with us? This is great. And I got to tell you that Dormammu scene, I know it probably angered a lot of people, but I laughed so hard in that thing. I thought that it's like, how funny is that? you just uh, it's like this big giant entity you know and it's so intimidating and you're just going to annoy it to the point of where he's like fine <laughs> never mind just get the hell oh, out of here that, I, I think like, that was a so great ridiculous. ending like you know, you know you can't beat him so what what he did isn't what bothered me what bothered me was how dormammu looked and i think really? it, i thought they looked great I oh, did not goodness. like how Dormammu looked. And you know what? You know what it is, Pete? Let me be fair. Let me be fair. Okay. It is, I think, somewhat uh, geek PTSD of knowing what Parallax looked like to then okay. know okay. what Galactus looked like to then see what Dormammu looked like. And it's just like... Okay, I'm following you, but I... Simple things, right? They, they, I like Dormammu's look because how can you honestly, like, really visually in a movie rectify that cable knit look that he had like i thought that flowing face thing worked on fire and they crystallized them like it was just it was just it was some of it was some of scott derrickson's decisions on little things on how he like me his face has only been on fire like in the later like you know, decades in, in the Silver right. Age, it was all like man, like he had a fucking just his grandma knitted him that face mask. Right, but here's the thing, Pete. I would have liked it better if it was the if, if it was a Wizard of Oz thing, to where it was mm-hmm. like a floating a floating firehead because you okay. weren't going to use him physically, so it could have just been that. And the fact that they went with like this crystallized thing was just yeah, like multicolored. I was like, it was tripping. I, and I guess that was part of the look. You know, yeah, I, I was okay with it because like the entire um dark dimension right, was like right. straight out of jack kirby's artwork yeah, yeah. so oh, yeah, i totally tripping. accepted it and maybe especially if he does show up in either doc two or i'm sure there's going to be a, a, a three if he takes like a human form 
then then maybe you'll get that whole flaming head thing. I hope, so. I, I hope that I hope so. that is the case. Did yeah. you guys know that that was that was Benedict? He played yes. the voice. Yeah, yeah. Benedict um, Cumberbatch did. Uh, Mom. I, I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's and wild. I did know about it. not only did he do smog, but he actually like yeah, acted. Yeah, yeah. Smog. Yeah. I've seen those pictures. It's like, so why did you wild. need to do that? It's a dragon. Why did you need he's someone to because that character? He's a, yeah, he's a character I, actor. I think yeah, he did. Oh, I, I really smog. I think smog. <laughs> I really think he did it to you because I, I really do think actors are smitten by Andy Circus and his dedication yeah. to doing that. So I think it very much was just like Andy makes this shit look cool. Can I do it? Like, <laughs> you guys strap me up. Let me see if I can do it. Yeah, no, uh, it's kind of get you. Like, sorry, no, 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 no. No, I was you just go. gonna say he's a great actor, you know, and he's obviously very method. If only he could learn how to do an American accent. <laughs> I think he pulled I'm it off. sorry. That's I what just I imagine Michael like, oh. Shane sounded like really like pricky. Plain they could, they could, they could have made Stephen Strange British, and it would it really have changed Not really. anything? Not really. No. I will say this to you: I get what you're saying, purely off the fact that if you did not know who Hugh Jackman was, and you heard him just from the X Men movies, and then you hear him in real life. It is a drastic difference. Huge, oh, yeah. Hugh Jackman, Tom Holland does a good job. Freaking Killian Murphy. I, yeah. I had no idea the guy was Irish until an interview. Is he? I, I didn't always... know that either. Yup, yup. No, because I'm just saying, like, my shock. I had seen him in Red Eye, saw him in the Batman movies, never saw an interview or anything. And then one day he's in an interview and I was like, yeah. What? <laughs> it's what, unbelievable. What about the guy that plays uh, Professor X? What's his name? What uh, James yeah. McAvoy. Oh, James McAvoy. Back- Sorry, James Have you ever oh, heard his real great. accent? Yes. Gaelic. Yes. Strong. <laughs> you cannot understand a word. Honestly, that's hilarious because everyone always uh, commends Idris Elba. What a lot of people don't know is he lost out on a role in The Wire because he couldn't get that, that accent straight. So oh, they, yeah. they they re, they recreated a character. Well, not recreate. They created a character around yeah. that where they could mix kind of where he was in his translation with the, the Baltimore slang so that it worked. But he was supposed to have another lead role for another character. Hmm. But he couldn't master sounding like Baltimore enough. So they created someone else for him and kind of mixed it a little bit. So Ooh. that's why he kind of – when you hear him now, he sounds a million times better. Yeah, he did on that first season of Hawaii. Or two. You're kind of like, no, nah, I hear it. <laughs> I hear it. Do better. Um, Do better. If, if we could go back to Wolverine for a second. Mm-hmm. Why not? Uh, I know he's Canadian, but he was always Thanks. destined to be played by an Australian. Yes. And if you ever saw cartoon. Uh, uh, Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Yes. yes. The cartoon. Yep. He I a doll. Want yeah. a piece of fruit? If we're being honest, I think the best voice for Wolverine is a gruff Australian, is the mix of it. It's like very gruff, but that, I don't know, it's something about the flavor of Australian and Wolverine that's just like. <laughs> yeah, they thought works. the same thing because he said he's a gruff Australian voice. When I hear Wolverine, <laughs> I hear the dude from the cartoon period. The 90s cartoon. Yeah. Me too, mate. Me too. 
the nineties cartoon. Well, um, Joel, Joel got that as a birthday call. Yes, I did. <laughs> oh, yeah. He called me on my birthday. Oh, that's dope. Your voice. That's dope. He's hey, bub. I'm like, oh fuck! I, I answered it, <laughs> and I answered it because I saw. I said Canada. He's from Canada. <laughs> so yeah. like. It was awesome. It was one of the best guests ever. Thank you, Juwan. Jay. Absolutely, man. It was a shot in the dark. I didn't think he'd say yes. And when he said yeah, yes. I got his number still. Pretty cool. That's cool, man. Jay, uh, what about when uh, Wolverine was going up against the juggernaut? He's like, now it's my turn. Yeah. <laughs> and then he sticks him in the wall. He's like, oh, I'm stuck. Like, yeah. pull your claws in, asshole. Play them like an idiot. <laughs> I'm back in, you bitch. And the guy who did the beast, uh, the voice of beast. Remember <laughs> The voice of Beast mm-hmm. in the uh, in the cartoon was in that first X Men movie. Yes, he, he was, was uh, the guy with the big mustache in the cage fighting scene. Oh wow, yeah. I didn't know that. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. He, um, he yeah, he's outside I hear. I, that that's always what I hear when I think of Beast is that voice. Yeah. Kelsey Grammer did a really good job, but that but guy from the, the, the cartoon solidified so much. Like yeah. like as far as like. How you read a character, the, mm-hmm. the cartoon was amazing. It was very poetic when he talked. It was just... Yeah. He's, he's I just mean, hell, the, the cartoon painted everything for us. It's what our Batman sounds like. Storm? Right. Said Storm. Oh, Storm, 100%, right? Oh, uh, man. Gambit? Because I don't know how you fucking forget that. Like, yeah. Cajun fucking, you serious? I mean, the, their voices were so iconic that they got hired to do the voices in, in Marvel Capcom. And yeah. and the other uh, video yep. games, yeah, they were all the I same would, people. I would love them back. Like it's insane. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I think Cyclops died recently, he did. Oh, he I did. didn't know that. Did. Yeah, that is yeah. Right. yeah Damn. Sadly. Um. All right, Joel, you're gonna close this out with uh, your thoughts mm-hmm. on this uh, this villain for Doctor Strange too. Shuma. Yep. Oh, I love Shuma. Yeah, we were just talking about it. Like his eyes was one eye, right? <laughs> he looks. Um, look, this is a character I had no idea who he was as a kid. Uh, I, I only knew him from Marvel's Capcom, straight up. Um, and I didn't know, I've, I've never seen this character before. And I found out he's a Doctor Strange villain. So he's always a character that's intrigued me. So I'm like, well, again, this is another character, like many characters that have shown up recently in the MCU, where I was like, I never thought we'd get to see the day that we'd actually get Shuma Korra in fucking live action. Uh, so... Well, not, obviously not live because he's not a real thing. But you know what I mean. Point is, I'm just amazed at where we're at in, in the MCU that we can get yeah. a Shumagora. Look, eventually we're going to get X-Men and the X-Men characters and Fantastic Four. We're going to get Galactus and all these other characters. But that's such a fucking... What do they call that? Uh, Beach. Oh, there's a word for it. Uh I'll get to it later. Point is, it's just one of those, like, you never see, it's just a character you don't hear about. Like, fucking, even JD, they like, who's Shuma Gora? If the JD don't know, then that's a fucking uh, deep cut. That's what I was looking for. Fair. Um, all right. So, hopefully, we all get the villains that we all want. Uh, Tia gets, screw you, <laughs> uh, Tia gets her kingpin back. I get, uh, me and Pete get our Mephisto. Uh, JD, JD, what's a villain that you, that you want? Oh man, Doctor Doom, dude! Yeah, oh, hell yeah, oh, yeah. Perfect. We know he's coming. We he's just got to, you know, what we got to do JD and Tia. You can cover your ears. We got to just get rid of that Loki guy. Oh. So, <laughs> that's in you need room. You need room. <laughs> we just gotta just get oh, out. Juan, you know who we're gonna get before we get Mephisto? Oh, we're gonna get Blackheart, his son. 
It's gonna be awesome. We got it already. Yeah, but I don't count. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. That don't count. Yeah, all right. On that note, we're going to end this show before I throw up. Anyway, we always have to end this show on a toy note. Uh, Pete, did you get anything new? You know what? I haven't, actually. All right, because I wanted to show off. Oh, but wait, I did. I did. uh, I did, as a matter of fact, get something new. Uh, Woo! Woo! Uh, There's one, two. I had them for a little bit. But I just ended up transforming them the other day. I picked up uh, Boost and Hatch, who are the, like, I mean, I I was a Knight Rider fan. So I found out there's Transformer Trans Ams. And I was like, all right, I'm going to transform one and leave one. And this was such a bitch to transform. It's an ex-Transbots figure. Oh my God. I, I thought I was going to break the feet off every chance. Like I, I'm like, I'm just, tur- I, they turn in so many different ways. I'm just like, I'm just, like, Jesus, take the wheel. Like I'm just turning it. Motherfucker. I don't even know what's happening. And I picked up a masterpiece prowl. He was the one I did transform. Cause I, I got a blue streak, but I like the colors on blue streak. So I'm gonna leave him as the Nissan, but I, I had a transform prowl cause he's a classic. So yeah, really, prowl. really happy with those guys. Love it, and they're all diecast. Like it's just such a nice oh, figure, shit. nice heavy figure. Look what do you got? Got my land speeder. Oh, yeah. was very happy with my land speeder. Opens here. That's that. It opens here, on this side here. Love it. The inside of it looks dope. It comes with Luke. You put your weed in there. Luke and a poncho. That's cool. <laughs> 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 I also got my, I had to get Princess Leia. Love the all white. Love it. Looking angelic. And, barely see her. She's so white. Right? Yeah. Right. Because she, she's an angel, man. You're not supposed to look directly. She's glowing. I was like, oh. If that's how, game, that's how I was looking all winter. <laughs> and I got a loop that came with like this, uh, this like grail case. And inside of it is. The Holy Grail? <laughs> it, it, it seems like that. Yeah. <laughs> It comes with uh, the Book of Dead Eyes. So I thought that was nice. So that's what I got. We got to always make sure we involve toys somewhere in here. Uh, definitely next week, JD, one of the topics I want to talk is Hasbro and uh, what I think they're doing with these Marvel Legends. Uh, these yeah. new uh, Marvel Disney Plus series figures that they're coming out with next month. Beautiful. That Loki in that brown suit. The TVA looks cool. looks I like it. Amazing. I'm actually really excited for this damn Loki show. It got me. It hooked me. It fucking really? Because you guys were just throwing out some Loki slander just about two yeah, minutes ago. I'm going to be honest with you, Tia. Me and Look Joel it. throw Loki slander. It, Wherever it, I can. It, it pops up on us every time we think of villains that disrespect in his place. Let him like rest in peace. God damn it. That's all. Hey, you know what? You know what? We're going to end it on this. We're going to end it on this. Everyone keeps telling me I got to get over Tony coming back. But they're the same people who will never let Loki go. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of Tony, did I'll you see the new... I'll let him go if he's alive. <laughs> there you go. Did you see that new Hasbro gauntlet? The... Yes, I did see the Hasbro gauntlet. Oh, it's so nice. Yes, I'm re- and and it's flexible. Set. That Lego set also? The daily Lego set's Lego? nice, yes. Ooh, they are killing it. Marvel's killing it right now. DC, yeah, really, really, uh, almost, almost to the point of pulling the trigger on that Iron Man gauntlet. I think that'll go well with my Tony uh, suit cosplay for Comic Con. I'm not, 
I'm not much of a toy guy, but I saw the Hot Wheels for the new Batmobile. I really Ooh. want it. They did really, release the I, Hot Wheels for that. I yeah. would not mind that. You I know want what? that. Really, really I never. I was never into it as a kid, but if they did the full set, like the track, I would love that with that yeah. Batmobile. I would. I'd buy it. Yeah, I want the old ones too. You know, if I can get all the live action Batmobiles, I'll, I'll do it. They had a nice set of those. Uh, some of them were expensive and some of them are cheap. It's really, it was oh, annoying. Like the 89 know. Batmobile was yeah. like fucking $50. I'm like, I'm well, not, yeah, I'm not I have Hot Wheels did some really nice exaggerated forms did of they? the Tim Burton Batmobile. I don't <gasps> know if you ever saw that. No, so, um, that one. you know, you know how the, the Tim Burton had the really long fender? Yeah. Right? So imagine if that was blown up like it was a big wheel with an engine and it oh, struck wow. as it went down. Uh, crazy. I, I don't know why I like that version so much. I like it. So it's almost I, like a funny car. Yeah, yeah. Pretty funny. Yeah. But all right, guys, this was a great episode. I want to thank Tia for joining us. Tia's been wanting to get back on, on an episode. Right, um, I'm glad we got Tia back on this welcome one. Back, welcome back, no. welcome. Um, <laughs> I will say, JD, I told my mom about uh, you were talking about the rom com episode. She wants to be a part of it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she said she wants to get on here yeah. and school all of us on romantic comedies. All all right. Right. Me, I'll tell you. I said okay. I have to be fair. I allowed my dad to come on against my best wishes. So, you know, why not let mom come through and <laughs> make me look even worse than my dad did, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I listened to your guys' episode when you talked about the rom coms. I'm like, oh, that's gonna be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I do think we we will shock some people who think we don't know many rom com movies. Well, I forget who it was. I think it was Pete or some or JD who was going on about P.S. I Love You, and I'm like, my mom. I was like, my mom loves that movie. Yeah, Yeah, loves that movie. I hung up. I called my mom the next day and told her about it. She was like, yep, I know that, but do they know this? I'm like, mom, no, no one. what, 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 What is it? What is it? She was going. She was going through like the Matthew McConaughey, J Lo, Maiden Man. But I'm telling you, that's what she's gonna throw out of her hat because in the rom com world, what the movie she's gonna start spewing out? Those are the movies. Those are the hits. Those are the jams. Goodness gracious! Thank goodness Matthew McConaughey's agent just decided to choose up. (laughs) (laughs) Matthew McConaughey. He was turning on the rules. Yes. He really? Was that shit. Yep. <laughs> he, wanted, he said he could have made good money staying in the rom coms, but it just it wasn't doing it for him. Yeah. Smart. Smart. At because some point, they got tired of him always sounding like from the South, even though he's from New York, which is weird. Yeah, it was the weirdest thing. No one from, from New York sounds like that. Not even anyone who's yeah. only lived there for like a year. Like in New York. Definitely- about a guy that doesn't change his accent. He just, he just can't. I don't think he can. No. <laughs> That's kind of like um, one last thing before you end off. You know I love my man, John Bernthal, and you know that I love him as Frank Castle, but he was not selling that I'm from New York accent when no. he was talking. And I was like, you're from like Georgia or something. No, he's from Washington, D.C. No, I know, I know he's it? from Washington, D.C., but like the accent that he was doing, I was just like, oh, it came out every once in a while where I was like, it's not believable. Well, he's gonna be playing a gangster soon. Um, and uh, but uh, Nork, right? Many things. That's good. Many things in Nork, is it? Uh, yeah, it's Tim. Uh, what are the guys from The Wire? 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. gonna be great. I can't wait. Can't wait. Um, yeah, you know I'll watch anything with him in it. I'm just saying, like, and you know how much I love his Frank Castle. It's just all always the thing that like Brittany and I tease about. It's like, oh yeah, he's from New York. (laughs) Yeah, every every movie has like a speech, like a speech teacher. When it comes to John Barenthal, the, the teacher just walks right by his trailer. He's like, he'll never learn. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys. That's been uh, another episode of Figure It Out. I want to thank Pete, JD, Joel, Tia for joining us once again. Um, Pete, I do have it on the short list. And you know what? I'm holding out on this episode. The Star Wars? Give me, no, so you give me my Star Wars episode. We will not do a conspiracy theory episode. <laughs> you give me my Star Wars episode. We, we can't. You'll get completely demonetized and thrown off, e- off <laughs> of uh, YouTube. It's the only reason I haven't done it yet. Uh, we'll figure out a way around that, Pete, but we'll definitely do that. But uh, make sure you guys are liking, subscribing, commenting, leave your thoughts. Let us know what you how you feel about accuracy and you know stuff like that. And if you love the Snake Eyes uh, snippet that we got, not trailers, the snippet, the little, the little appetizer. Uh, but anyway, oh, thank you guys so much for joining an all new episode of Figure It Out. And we will see you same time, same place next week. Till then, salute. Salud. See ya. Later. <laughs>